Would you speak to the people who believe it is a worthwhile vaccine and it is saving lives? Are they just dead wrong? Are they been fed a fed a line from the federal government? Jim, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to the people that went ahead and got the jab. I speak their language. I would speak to them thusly. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. The 6th of September, 2023, and you're listening to the Good Time Culture Podcast. This show is precisely assembled in the sixth largest city in California. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And backed by, I don't know, I guess some type of demand. We have a dude here. He, he's, he's almost family. I think it's like his third or fourth time coming onto the show. We call him Chemical Lex. What's up? Uh, you know, I decided to slum it today, so I'm just here. <laughs> ah. Well, Hank let him in, so I guess he's all right. And everyone knows, please get out your pins or markers, press, press record on whatever device you're listening to on this. Make sure that you understand. That everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. And before I go, make sure you check us out on that local page. Hollywood is adamant about speaking about that. You, the best way to get a hold of us, you can send us messages through it. Remember, locals, Good Time Culture Podcast, and on any other device that you listen to our show, where there's any Q&A there, make sure you add something there so we can get something and we can have some interaction. All right, Hollywood, let's go. Let's go. This is where nonsense meets reality, everybody. We're back for another Wednesday. We got a guest in, uh, in the hot seat over there, so this should be a great show. We got lots lined up for you guys. We got some, got some good news and bad news, as usual. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty general. But then we got some COVID info, and then... Um, I've been kind of into the weird news lately, so I got some some interesting weird news that we can we can talk about. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, uh, we warn the wicked on this show, so wicked be warned. Our uh, our music this week's got some got some cuss words in it, so everybody might need to cover their kids' ears or whatever. If, oh, uh, my virgin ears! If you're not really into it, but we do have a return. Um, a return here from Samson. Uh, seems like he puts out the the stuff that we need right when we need it. He's back with He's a back. new one. It's called. Aha! We were wondering about this. It's called Price Hike. But uh, get ready for some cuss words. Normally, I usually does, man. We try to steer away from that. This is a family show and all that stuff. But uh, got to take the the good and the pros and the cons on this guy. Just bleep it out, man. You got the, you got the equipment. I could probably. 
Made a little money off a of rap, but not enough to make me rich, yet I'm still backpacking. I made a little money off a of rap, but not enough to make me rich, I'm in the same tax bracket. I made a little money off a of rap, but not enough to make me rich, I mean it too. I just say that to say that I'm still down here in the real world, feeling everything with you, and I'm fucking pissed. I got a big bone to pick with all these motherfucking activists, all these rappers and actors and notable figures that act like they know how bad this shit is. I love being lectured and ridiculed about the fact that I don't have an electric vehicle tweeting about climate change from your private plane while I pay a Norman leg to get some fuel thank God my car doesn't take premium I'd have to get a second job just to break even then they cranked it up three dollars and brought it down two and I'm supposed to be happy and act like I'm proud of you and to add to injury, I got Kamala telling me I need to go electric and I have to act quick and all it's gonna cost me is fifty thousand dollars well, guess what? I don't have that, bitch. And even if I did, I would buy a big truck just to rub it in your face because I don't give a fuck. I would put a big smokestack on the top of it and blow black smoke every time I open throttle it. And it's not because I hate the climate. It's Getting because I don't trust you. Getting some lag over here. That's no good. This reminds me of the, the other song that he had uh, where he was talking about inflation. Yeah. Uh, so like last year. A couple years ago now. Hopefully this thing buffered up here. Do all the things you wish me to do. I would cut the floor out of the bottom of my car and start running like the Flintstones before I listen to you. I hate when people tell me they would rather not talk about it because they don't like to get political. I cannot afford supply shortages and high mortgages. It's not politics. All this shit is literal. That's money draining out of your bank account to make it work. To the point that it breaks you down and makes you hurt. Paying insane amounts, taking out of your savings. They promised that they were going to save you. How? They made it worse. We should be a flourishing nation. Not a country with soaring inflation. There's nothing more infuriating than the fact that nobody takes blame for this poor demonstration like what it just happened like that nothing to do with your administration you blamed it on putin and called it his price hike the shit was going up way before the invasion now how does that work really i'm baffled sick of being treated like a stupid blind asshole next thing i know i'm gonna turn on cnn and they'll be trying to tell everybody that putin time traveled wouldn't put it past them crooked little rats so easily and spineless always looking for a snack searching for the next reputation to tear apart and trash when the views that you have and theirs aren't exact they feed you bull and expect you to eat it and they read you bullshit and expect you to believe it like everything that you witness isn't for certain or real and you're just supposed to forget all your personal experiences like all the money that you spent you still have the shit you didn't really spend any of it you just imagined it all the cash that you wasted on behalf of this inflation didn't happen it's just a figment of your imagination and it's all gone mm-hmm. wow kind of reminds me of uh did you get to hear that the the, um, I just couldn't get over that mullet, man. Heck yeah, that, <laughs> that mullet inspired my mullet. Actually, uh, my my thing is the old joke. Uh, tell us what you really think about. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. Uh, um, do you did you get to hear that Richmond North of Richmond song? No, you didn't. Wow, you've really been in the nose on the grindstone, huh? Yeah, dude, it's it's in yeah. the fiscal year, bro. Yeah, got to kind of work. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. haven't. Um, we haven't played it on the show yet. I don't know if we want to or not, but it's um it rem- that Samson song reminds me a lot of uh this play it for him. Do you haven't heard it? So look at I don't know if you can see that fifty eight million. Yeah, in in Four a weeks, month, huh? it like went completely crazy viral. It's not a new song that just went viral too now. Uh, but um, the interesting part to this song, um, you know, just to kind of give a little context to it is that he's you know it's directly pointed at government and the the people in dc um it talks about well i don't know if he brings it up but eight of the 10 richest counties in america are all in dc 
in the surrounding area. You know, it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff that people see going on, you know, but we're supposed to kind of act like it's not happening or something, but, uh, let's see. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. It's a powerful song. Bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. He's already been on uh, Rogan. Rogan's and this interviewed recording him. was done, bro, like it was you and I were standing in front of the, our iPhone right now. That's what this recording is. Not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street. Ain't got nothing to eat. And the Check this part. Beast, milk and welfare. Keep on kicking them down Lord, it's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is All it is Living in the new world They're all pretty good too We played the Dog on It uh, A couple weeks ago <laughs> I really like that one too but, uh, the, you know, the message, I think, you know, it's uh, with the Bud Light stuff and all the boycotting going on and the yeah. pride and trans and all, and, you know, all the corruption going on in the government. Uh, it really it really hit it on the on the nose as far as kind of w- what a lot of people are feeling is an interview. It's on, impressive. If you're interested in hearing a great podcast, his interview on Joe Rogan is really, really insight about this guy's thinking. Yep. He's a big, uh, big God guy. So, yeah, that was one thing, dude. His uh, testimony is very powerful. Mm-hmm. This guy gave. It's like all of a sudden he said he just gave up drinking, gave up weed, gave up this whole life, and he goes, "Next thing I know, I'm here in front of you talking to you, Joe Rogan." He was telling this testimony like, "Dang, great mm-hmm. testimony." He read the Bible on Joe Rogan's show, dude. Like, opened the Bible he up. Gave and a read straight it. testimony. I haven't to seen him. that very often on no, Joe Rogan's no. show. And for a guy, he's like, oh, asking him questions. And it was just, uh, uh, this guy gave up $8 million, no contract. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he got offered $8 million, like, pretty much sign, right after to this. To sign with a record company. And he's like, no, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And he, he was trying to sell his truck on Joe Rogan. So he goes, ah, trying to, the money goes for anybody. Like, 50 grand. He's like, it's got like 300,000 miles. Got blew up. But somebody wants it. You know, <laughs> the money goes to somebody. <laughs> I'm like. This guy's a real salesman. 
All right, let's get into it. That wasn't a very intense transition, though. You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. <laughs> All right, so COVID's back, everybody. Uh, I don't think anybody wants to hear that, but uh, oh, Biden is wearing a mask now in public. Uh, I think uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Chemical X didn't hasn't been tuned in, but you are you know about Alex Jones, yeah, right? Sure, sure. So a couple weeks ago, he came out with the you know oh special breaking yes, yes he did breaking news. You know I got an insider tip, and you know and of course everybody laughs at him, but he says that he got an insider talk from the TSA management level at the TSA, basically saying that and this was in the middle of August that. Middle of September, the airlines are going to enforce mandates. By October, they're supposed to, I think, government-wide supposed to enforce mandates. And then I think what by the end of the year, it's supposed to be uh, employ, you know, corporations and all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're supposedly going to try to bring it all back. And they are bringing it up on interviews. Like, I've gone to interviews, and they're bringing this up oh, yeah. because of my past. I'm like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, you guys have to decide what you guys want to do. Oh, you're talking. I'll, I'll come to work. But it's up to you guys what you guys want to do because most of these people are on the titty of the government. They need those contracts. So they, they you know, they're going to have to toe the line whenever, whatever, whatever is barked out from the government if they want the contracts. I, I've had that is, now is it from just two. because flu season's coming back or, or is it voting season? No, voting. I think it's definitely voting, voting season for sure. You know, that, that's, I think, probably the more interesting question is, is why. You know, what's the motive here? We yep. had the University of Georgia coming out, putting it, but they had no no cases at, and on their campus or in the city where this university was located. But because of the advocation of whatever they're listening to, they they reinstated the mass just about a week ago. So the, there was a tremendous amount of propaganda that went into the original COVID, yeah, you know, paranoia, whatever, hysteria. So that that's the one thing that you you start to kind of realize with these uh, psychological operations where they're influencing people's minds. Uh, they don't once they do that, they don't just let it go, you know, because that programming's in us. You know, they programmed us. Well, what do you do? So with all the they got to that- do is trigger it, and basically, a lot of people will just go right into, you know, the auto mode. My my, my hysteria. Thinking, my, my thinking about them is that. The ones that they did get, how did they confirm it in them to keep it? By continue to bring it up all the time. Because mm-hmm. it, they're the first ones who are going to put the mask right back on. Because it's just going to confirm again whatever fear they have mm-hmm. in their hearts about You're what's right. going it on. You're right. It validates their... It's just uh, again, oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. it's, it's just because whoever... whoever. But I, do you have a clip? I have a clip who where Fauci gets confronted about this. Do it. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference. He told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. 
But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. (laughs) I got more. Here's some more Fauci. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. March 2020. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. During the early days of the pandemic, the CDC recommended that Americans not wear face masks, and the U.S. Surgeon General urged us to stop buying masks. But in April 2020, the CDC said that all Americans should wear face coverings to avoid transmission of the virus, sparking culture wars over mask mandates across the country, heavy shaming of those who chose not to wear masks, and viral videos of often violent confrontations between (laughs) Americans. And that's not even touching the mask situation with children. Then, the CDC (laughs) said in May that vaccinated Americans don't need to wear masks in almost any setting. And now, most media outlets are reporting that cloth masks just don't work and we should try N95s. I just want a yes, no. Was was it this? I was trying. Or was it this? Look, (laughs) which was it? In December 2020, President-elect Joe Biden promised that he would not force Americans to be vaccinated. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. But this year, the Biden administration did exactly what Biden said they would not do and mandated that healthcare workers and U.S. companies with more than 100 employees must get vaccinated. The Supreme Court just blocked the Biden administration from enforcing the mandate on businesses and organizations. And the music's that pretty bad. Yeah, you have, you have currently the Prime Minister of New Zealand saying the same thing. He's backtracking in just a recent interview that they didn't mandate anybody. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, it was their decision to go, but what about these people who, these nurses and these medical, we didn't mandate it. <laughs> if you guys... Uh, I watched this whole video. It's really good. Ten times experts lied about COVID. It's yeah. the Daily Signal, which is actually a pretty good uh, channel. I've been watching it a little bit. Either but way, it goes on and on. The lab leak. Uh, kids shouldn't be in school. Like, all these things we found out later. And we knew from the very beginning that they were, it was stupid and ridiculous. But anyway, I guess uh, it's a it's a like a a lesson in humiliation or something for us, I guess. I don't know. Uh, keep going on the COVID and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Florida, this is Gateway Pundit. Florida's Surgeon General urges Americans to refuse to follow the new mask mandates. It's like the same old lines drawing the line. Same people drawing mm-hmm. the same lines. Yep. Um, this is the This is the one that I like the best here. Um... <laughs> Uh, so basically all these people, you know, you know, these famous celebrities, uh, they're all vaxxed up heavily, you know. And so now we have. So, like I said, in context of Alex Jones putting this out at least a month ago, that this is going to be rolled out in America and to watch out for it. Now, this week, we have 
Jill Biden testing positive, Whoopi Goldberg testing positive, and uh, James Hatfield from Metallica had to cancel their concert because he tested positive. So these are these are very high profile. I mean, I don't as far as like a rockers. I don't know it, if you it, could get any more high profile. Uh, a woman day day talk woman whoopies like the one and then jill biden it's like america's lady so like all these it just seemed pretty um pretty ridiculous for them to put out all these names like that seems pretty uh contrived to me but it reminded me of the tom hanks stuff because that was he was like the first person to get covid you know like the one of the celebrities yeah that was uh well, that was in a different country wasn't he he was, he was he's in australia or something i think or new zealand yeah but, but then why isn't msnbc being brought up with misinformation like when the the news reporter the famous one you take the covid shot it starts with you right there with you it doesn't proceed to no one else it ends with you okay you protect everyone around you okay you don't get it and you don't pass it on to others that's what that evil thing was saying. There you go. I think I have that right here. There's a lot of good clips in this video, by the way, from, uh, like I said, the 10 times experts lied. Really good little uh, ISO clips that I need to get on my board here. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Now, as we see many vaccinated people continuing to get COVID, we know for a fact that this was not true. Vaccinated Americans can still get coronavirus, though their symptoms are usually less severe and they are less likely to die from the virus. As Fauci said in January, Omicron, with its extraordinary unprecedented degree of efficiency of transmissibility, will ultimately find just about everyone. Does, American do, women... The music is killing me, though. <laughs> do any of your... Do any, did anybody call in now saying I have the cold? Uh, yeah, they'll call in sick. But they won't say I have the cold? No, they just just they just say I'm just sick. So is it not cool to say you have a cold anymore? Is it just cool to say I have COVID now? It depends. If you if if you want any like uh, you know, digging in, you just say I got a fucking toothache, bro. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> I, I'm bringing this up because like I heard Joe Rogan saying it ain't cool to say you have the cold anymore. You got to say you have COVID or something. It's just not cool. It's like yeah, the cold. That's mom's disease. The <laughs> new one is COVID. Disease, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the new hot one. It's such a weird time to live in because like there were these moments where you almost didn't want to know if you had COVID, you know, because I, you know, you, it's just it's such bizarre mind fuckery that was going on back then. It just blows me away when I think back. I remember going, going back to my very first test and I didn't have any, any PTO time off mm-hmm. anymore. And remember, they were saying that if you got a positive, that you would get eight days. No matter what, you would get eight days or two weeks off. And my wife was getting sick, and I needed to go to the hospital. Dude, I was begging those people who were checking you, please give me a positive. Please, I'll get eight days. I need the eight days. Please give me a positive. And those biatches gave me a negative. I just needed a positive. I would have gotten eight days off. I wonder if... Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry to change it back to the psyop that i feel like is happening but because if you remember back to when covid was a big deal 2022 no 2021 and then 2022 we had ukraine and it literally was like covid is gone no more it's all about ukraine now i thought ukraine was 2023 
No, it was a year, whole year 2022, ago. 2021 that started a bit. 2022 is when we started 22. Aiding, aiding them. Yeah. but at the, at the beginning of the administration of the current president. In 20, uh, 21... 21 December was the height, of, the height, of COVID. the height, yeah. So, and then we went into the Ukraine, the war season. We got out of COVID season, and now, if you notice, I don't. You're probably not paying too much attention, which is honestly the best way to do it. But Ukraine is losing really bad. <laughs> like they're going to basically get their, their butts nope. handed to them, and our our media is continuing to tell us that they're, they're winning. So they have to, what I'm basically. I'll let you go. What I'm thinking they're going to do is they're going to drop the Ukraine thing now. Because they don't want to talk about that, and they're going to go to the COVID, no. and it's a it's no. a psyop where uh, as long as you continually have a fear to fear, you know, like as long as you got somewhere to, you know, you're really scared of COVID. Okay, you don't have to be scared. Now you got to be scared of Ukraine. You know, Ukraine's done. Now you got to be scared of Trump. You know, it's this uh, constant fear uh, psyop. But what do you think? <laughs> I, I think that whatever it is, what's really being um, all this is to cover up the, our, that our um, military complex is being fed and being fed so much that it's starting to become obese because we, we just got off a 30-year war and we left all the equipment there. It's like, eh, it's like saying, you know what? We're so badass. We don't give a shit about that equipment. We'll just make more. And then we'll go over to Ukraine and they're like, hey, here's all our crap. Here's all our stuff. We'll make more. And while all that stuff, our government's been writing off checks to everybody. Mm-hmm. And as I said, my, my last three interviews have all been with aerospace shops. So it just tells you who, who's benefiting from this. Mm-hmm. Who's benefiting from this. And not only that, but imagine all the suppliers that they're feeding and all the suppliers that those suppliers mm-hmm. are feeding and... As the old Ronald Reagan theory used to be called, that trickle-down economics is alive and well. I was thinking of the Eisenhower thing of uh, beware the military-industrial complex. <laughs> yeah, but that, that beast That's basically beast, what you're I talking mean, about. The McDonald's on the corner, it feeds that business. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, the Walmart, mm-hmm. it feeds so much that, dude, it's what do you do? I always uh, sniffed... Uh, really bad things happening when we leave all that equipment there, but yet we want a bunch of money to give equipment to Ukraine. Like, why didn't you take that equipment from Afghanistan and just give it to Ukraine? But that gets to your point of like, there's no checks being signed there. You know, <laughs> it's just handing stuff over. We want checks. We, so. we, Anyways, we know that's what it is. And it's cool. I mean, dude, it's, <laughs> You're working. And keep moving. Yeah. Let's go. All right. God save the queen, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how far we want to get into this subject. It's a little touchy. This part is disturbing to That's me, awesome. man. Uh, I, 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 go ahead. Here we go. Get ready, guys. Uh, you might need to hide your kids' ears from this one. This might not be a good kid show. Whoa. Chemical, you really haven't heard about this? No. Oh, I got something else on here. Let me get this off. Oh man, now I'm not gonna be queued up. I seen, I seen that dude. That dude's like talking about the uh, California bands, right? Yeah. Yeah. He usually. Yep. Oh man. Well, 
I mean, as a wedding present, I got a thousand rounds of nine millimeters. So I was like, oh, shut up. Nice. Yeah, well, that's that's dope. That's a nice gift. What, what family member gave you that? Uh, my brother. And my nice. I was like, oh, heck yeah. Uh, so, so, like, <laughs> so, so we go. Shooting, I mean, it might right? be your family's like uh, Shay Gillis. We hate we hate the environment. Eh? We hate the environment. Hey, hey, bullets bullets are always good. That's currency. <laughs> We're but, men, motherfucker. But you know, so I take them shooting here at Paradise. Right? Oh, cool! And um, you know, they brought their guns too. Is and, he still up north? Yeah, they're okay. still up, they still live up north. Yeah, and um, I let them shoot my sig. Right, and me, uh, you know, I'm doing you know the stuff that you guys do. You know, different scenarios and mm-hmm. stuff, right? And he goes, "Oh, I go, how do you like this one? It's a sig, right?" And he's like, "Uh, it's off." I'm like, "What?" What my gun's off? No, <laughs> I pull it out. Like, boom! Right, right down, right down. The target. Down the, down I, go, the I go. It's not out. <laughs> uh, I think it's operator error. <laughs> 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 uh, well, you know, it is set to the owner. Tell him. Oh yeah, it's set to the owner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice. But yeah, one thousand rounds. That's a dope gift. That you know what? That's a really thoughtful gift. Actually, oh, hell yeah, that's the. Gift that keeps on so, seriously. That's a thoughtful gift. An investment in your future. Yeah, that, I think I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to seriously think about that. That's a good gift. Yeah, you, know, you should do is take it as a wedding present. You know, like just just leave an ammo can on. Oh, uh, you uh, imagine on like wedding dance floor? You're like, what the hell is in there, dude? That's a dope. That's hey, you're hey. even making it sound even better. Like you're giving more ideas. Like do you give it a World War II mm-hmm. box and put it in there. Did he wrap it? Like, homie. Did he uh, wrap it? No, he okay. it? It was an ammo can. It's an okay. ammo can. It'd be awesome if he wrapped it. Uh, <laughs> like, that'd been badass, dude. Yeah. Just, uh, sound like a little girl. Wrapping <laughs> <laughs> paper with AK-47. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really good. And and so with all those rounds, I'm like, man, I don't even want to go get married. I want to go shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Boom, boom, boom. That's how I say it around here. That's how I say it. (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Is that really the topic right there? Yeah, get ready. Uh, Jesus. I know. Get ready. Dude, this is... Tucker Carlson. What the hell show did I come in on, man? (laughs) You know what's so sad? The most offensive... I was going to record this. Yeah. And, like, his reaction... Because of that, I didn't want to record dude, it. Dude, I came ready for Ancient Aliens. Dude. This motherfucker's bringing up this shit. Dude, and we're, we're coming into our strength with that theory, bro. <laughs> we haven't even touched the alien subject yet. <laughs> so, right, go, 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 go. Tucker Carlson uh, interviews uh, a man that claims he had sex and did cocaine <laughs> with Barack Obama. Uh this guy has actually made the rounds. I, I understand the coke thing. Uh-huh. Like I would understand that that shit's rampant in DC. But I don't know about the, the second part. The next part, what? Uh, gets pretty crazy. You, you you never heard the Richard Pryor stories on his cocaine? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, then yeah. maybe maybe that was crack. That was crack. That wasn't cocaine. Uh, All right, play it, man. Play it. Uh, here we go. Just whatever happened to Larry Sinclair? What's his life been like since? That's an interesting story. It turns out Larry Sinclair is still alive. He lives in Mexico. But today, he's in our studio, and we're happy to have him. Larry Sinclair, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, where did you meet Barack Obama? Uh, it was by accident. I was in the Chicago area in 99 for Lee Duke's graduation from the Naval Academy. Who's he, Lee Duke? He's basically my godson. Okay. Um, 
I had hired a limousine service. I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you live in Chicago then? No. No, I was actually living in Colorado. I had flown in the night before. Okay. So I had hired a limousine service, had made (laughs) the driver aware that if Lee couldn't leave the base, because once they graduate, some of them actually get their assignments and they're shipping out and they can't leave the base, that I was still interested in going out and had asked the driver if he knew anybody that was available that might want to show me, you know, Chicago. And he said he did. So well, who was the driver? Uh, his name was Jameer um, Motani. It was with Five Star Limo. Um, so you're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you're really saying. Yeah. What's wrong with yeah. that? Well, I was in town for a few nights, but yeah, I was definitely looking to party. And Did you make that clear to the driver? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was no misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how direct were you about that? Oh. Extremely. 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 He doesn't sound like okay. he holds any. Yeah. Holds his there was, there was no doubt what I was looking answer. for. Okay. Uh, and he picked me up at my hotel in Gurney and drove into Chicago, pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. It was literally that casual. That Had you ever heard of him? No. Did the driver know him? Yep. What year is this? The driver definitely knew him because the driver said that he was a friend. Interesting. That what, he was a what? How, a friend. Oh, a friend. How would the driver be friends with Barack Obama? I only found out later uh, dealing with a reporter from Bloomberg News <laughs> that apparently Dude. the limousine company had been doing business with Tony Resco. Oh. That at the time was somehow affiliated was with in Barack Obama's Obama. Orbit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So he knew Barack Obama, and in his view, Barack Obama liked the same kind of partying you were looking for. Yep. So, like, the, the interesting question with this is, like, it almost seems like it makes him not seem as credible, Tucker, do you guys get that feeling? Like it's well, almost like a discrediting interview almost to me compared yeah. to all the other people he's had on. I mean, he just had Trump on like two weeks ago. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think it's no? discrediting, okay. but I was looking at it and it, it looks like he cut it. Like he cut the clip. He some cut edits. Yeah. yeah, there were some edits in there. It looks like if you look at him, because one second he's laughing like, oh, you want to party like you had it like to mm. party. And then he's laughing. And the next thing you know, it's all serious. So. Hmm. So I'm thinking, obviously, there's some edits there, and I'm thinking maybe it's just someone just did a shitty job hmm. on that. But if you're talking about like the quality of guests, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's just looking for some shock right now. It's definitely got that. Yeah, I, I, I I'm curious about did uh, Barack Obama had a rough night the night this interview came home, I, came out, and <laughs> Big Mike went up to him and goes, "What's up, dude? What's up?" I saw he the sounds, interview. I, he sounds just like what you would you? do, mother. It's not exactly what you did when we met. We, you, remember? I remember? I know that limousine they're talking about. You remember that? With Big Mike? Do you remember that, yeah, dude? You remember the, you remember the that? one I sent you huh? living with the, big, with the big dick or some shit? Yeah. I told <laughs> yeah, you. The book. I told you. I didn't mind you blowing white <laughs> yeah. guys, but I don't want, didn't want to know about it. I told you about this. And to me, it's just like, to me, the bluntliness of this man. Mm-hmm. Well, he's... Okay. Okay, that, I'll, that I'll is that is play devil's advocate here. Right? Go, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> now watch, now watch. You know, 
honestly, 1990, Barry was probably a good-looking cat. I think he could have pulled better than that dude. That dude looks weird. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't. But you don't. You, you don't know if he was good looking when he was young, dude. Uh, We're yeah, talking may, about may, that. Maybe AIDS and coke. And, him, I don't and know. obviously, he had the feria, dude, because he's flying everywhere and he's talking he, about this. I have no clue. I'll say that right now. Sounds very suspicious for me to say that. But uh, but this guy's been making the they, round, though. The the party. I just say the party community. You don't even have to say party gay community. Just the party community of those type. I don't think they really care as long as you're down to get, get dirty, get off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah, I see what you're saying though. You would think Obama would be, you know, getting a model or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. like and some, what gay would he well, be bragging wait, 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 about? He was poor in 1990 though, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't he poor? Yeah, oh, maybe he couldn't get him. Fuck it, maybe. Yeah. Well, have you have you read the articles of him in the Chicago University? Talking about him? No, I don't really. Oh, you know, had that. remember when they, were, they talked about it, that he was from Kenya and he was born in <laughs> yeah. Kenya. The, it's an article about him, a newspaper article featuring him because they were hoping that he was going to come in and shake up the political scene. And they were admitting that he wasn't born in the United States. <laughs> Accidentally. So, yeah. It says, did, you, uh, did you catch the story about Obama's cook drowning? Oh. At Martha's Vineyard, two, no. feet, two feet of water last month. In two feet of water, well, feet. not not. They exact. say it was an Olympic seven feet swimmer, seven feet, and he he's a black guy. Strike number one I in saw, the water. I saw. Well, I, I see. I see. You guys are like ah, stereotypes. Ah. <laughs> no, I actually watched the video of him swimming. He was like in swimming classes. He's like the he's a, a really good swimmer. Nah, I wouldn't say really good. Right, I'm yeah. a better swimmer. Than oh, he is. But it was their personal cook. From the White House that went with them when they, you know, left the White House and was living at Martha's Vineyard, goes paddle boarding naked, by the way, with another female staffer. Somehow they get separated. He falls off. Someone sees him splashing around. He turns up dead the next day. They find him. So literally within a week, I'm not joking. We can, we should, I wish I could have had a good timeline within a week though. Just flooded with uh, alternative sites talking about Obama's, you know, gay days again. You know, this has always been out there, but it just came flooding back in with this uh, well, drowning. And then now this guy, do you think he- literally like two, three weeks after the drowning or whatever, seems Saul seems kind of like a. And they caught him with 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 pictures of him having band aids and areas yeah. were kind of uh, silly. Well, do you think you think Obama was like Weinstein, like you know, basically like a. Go have sex with these gay guys if you really want to prove yourself. You Epstein know, or Epstein? Yeah, uh, no. I, I I think he was he was mm. gathering favors. Well, he's that's gath- what I'm saying. Like, he, he's gathering yeah, favors. Yeah. He's gathering favors, and it's just like the Scientology. They're gonna just grab all this information about you, and then later yeah. on, it goes, "Hey, you remember me? You remember it's, me?" I don't even. I mean, favors some, but it's probably dirt. Well, that, still, yeah, that's what like I meant. I don't mean want, as yeah. a favor. Yeah. You know, let's but keep it's, going. it's let's keep right, going. you know, the, the so whole thing drop. right now about when you start hearing about the history of a lot of these presidents doesn't surprise you, does it? Hmm? Uh, not well, like if it, if it was Bill Clinton, I, I wouldn't I would be surprised if it was a dude in Bill Clinton. If it was a woman, I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude. Totally Bill did that shit. Yeah, well, Bill Clinton has a history of <laughs> oh, yeah, being a womanizer. Dude, yeah, he, he yeah, likes the that, ladies. That dude, 
Dude, he was on Epson's uh, plane. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 you know, he, he had frequent flyer mileage. Well, but you remember my theory on that whole island, right? Like, I, I think it was, it wasn't just like a pedo island. I think it was like any vice you wanted island. Yeah. So if you wanted pleasure boy, island, yeah. If you wanted boys, <laughs> you wanted girls, yeah. you wanted kids, it, it was there. Yeah. Well, you, you see those yep. famous boys. It was there to be recorded. Yes. But imagine. It's like the, we talk about the black book. If, if those videos would come out, who you would, you know, because you hear the stories of Hollywood, like <coughs> of Marlon Brando. and I have a red book now oh, if you want to do any okay. predictions. You, you hear about Marlon Brando going to Cuba and, and having. What's in there? Predictions. I know, you put what? predictions. What's prediction? Um, so far, three of our predictions have come I, true. I just, so far, I just have. Uh, tell, tell me <laughs> what the, the, water, uh, the lotto numbers are. Trump, Trump will win. <laughs> Uh, Ukraine will lose, and uh, Biden will probably have a stroke. That's what it says. You just wrote those. We haven't. You just added those. <laughs> I just no. Well, those are just what's on my head. No. Right? What about China? You guys haven't thought anything about China, Taiwan, and you know what? we don't we don't talk a lot about China, but we used to. Yeah. The problem right now to get actual good news out of China because of the media who who is um, doing that. Uh, it's not a lot of information, but what I've been hearing is that their infrastructure is about to fall. What are you hearing? Uh, what am I hearing? Sorry. Uh, I think, you know, 2030 is obviously the day or the year that they wanted, like the latest they want to invade. But what I'm, what I'm hearing on the grapevine can't divide, dive old sources is if our semiconductor, <laughs> Business isn't, you know, in the in the states up to par for demand by 2030. Then we will definitely have to go to war with China for, you know, so they don't invade Taiwan because we need those semiconductors. Yeah, it's going to be kind of too late the, by then. Well, well, right now they have like billions of dollars getting like poured into like other like Intel and all those guys. They're they're bringing it here back semiconductor jobs. Mm. Uh, but if it's not online by by the time they invade. Uh, we have to go to war. But if it is online, then we might not have to. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, it it, it all depends on how, how fast we can get work going. The well, thing is... That's my... That's my I, I like it. I just... The thing that always blows me away with the China topic is all the outsourcing that the world does to China, the Western world, that if we got into some sort of hot war or proxy war, are are we going to actually stop importing Chinese goods? Like, no way. We're never going to stop importing Chinese goods. So how's that work? We're going to completely be at a hot war with China and we'll still be taking their parts. The interesting That's how part. pathetic. Well, uh, anyways, I don't know. Do you guys think that we would actually stop buying stuff from China? Yes. If we went to a war, uh, I think we would. You do? I th- yes. Yeah, I think, I think we yes. would. We're, we're, we're the lowest bidder country. Yeah. Where's it? We don't give you a want damn to, yeah, about You know why? Country. Because yeah, another company will or another company, another country will. Step uh, up. Vietnam, Vietnam India. has been trying. Vietnam, it's be India. dude, Vietnam has been coming up. Taiwan, they want it because of the technical advance that that country is. But, that, but that, that's that's why we're going to probably be going to war with them though. Is be Taiwan, so they will probably be a battle uh, zone. I'm curious because from what I've heard, be prior to this, that a lot of the companies were fleeing China and moving. Oh yeah, to Vietnam. yeah, for sure they are. And so there is, but I'm also hearing of, of the few news reports I do hear is 
I don't know if it's if if it's um like their infrastructure, like they've had a lot of rains, a lot of floods, a lot of issues, infrastructures where people are having they're saying that there's a lot of that they're about to have a civil war, pretty much. China? That there's a lot of fight between the, the what's being implemented. I don't know. I don't know how much how much power the Iron Man has. Tell China we know they trying to play us like some dummies. I looked deep into it and I did the math. Why did Obama send money to that Wuhan lab? What is George Soros doing with all of his cash? Why did China take that Harvard guy and drop him a bag? Why is there so much propaganda funny, you ask? How about that Bill Gates vaccine now? Sorry, I'll pass, cause I'm a gun. So we're patriots. God being patriot. Price and why they mad, cause I'm really Navy faking it. Mm-hmm. So the, the interesting thing, I was, I kind of want to, I really wanted to get to the part where the Sinclair guy talks about Obama smoking. He Obama preferred to smoke uh, the cocaine versus sniffing the cocaine. Just well, it, pro- it probably left like a, a a lesser effect if he wanted to go into. Yeah, it, it does clog it's your nose up. It's a different a effect, man. It's like a crankhead that smokes a crank and snorts the crank. I don't know why, how they choose a difference. Hate, they swear the high is different. I hate when I get congested. I, I kind of want to hear to the sex part. Just forward to that. Let's man. go. <laughs> well, the sex part I wasn't so sure about until, of course, you know, you, you make your move. But it became obvious <laughs> very quick. It became um, <laughs> the coke part I thought was interesting because of the way that I had brought it up. So I'm stepping on your story. So you pull up, <laughs> you pull up to this bar. The driver is basically scouting some dude for you to hang out with. Correct. There's this guy, <laughs> Barack Obama. You ever heard of Barack Obama? Never. Okay. Never. Why? Um, we're having drinks. I mentioned the fact that I could use something to wake up. I was extremely exhausted. So you went into the bar? <laughs> yes, sir. What kind of bar was it? I'm trying to remember. I've been trying to remember the name. I know that the glasses had three X's on them uh-huh. uh, because I remember taking one home. Uh, for a friend of mine, what, but I mean, generally characterized it was it, it was a it working was class up, bar, no, gay bar, upscale, strip bar. It was upscale, quiet. wasn't really that uh, that really didn't have a lot of energy to it. It was yeah. more relaxed, more like a lounge as opposed to somewhere where people would go and get loud and crazy. Yeah, um, see all this, <laughs> which made it easier to talk. I just googled. Uh... XXX yeah, Chicago because that means that means um, sex. That's what SX said. You got you got to put nightclub in Chicago. How about you guys want to go to the Jack Hammer Chicago bar? Is proud to be an integral part of Chicago's LGBTQ history and future. Well, no, it's on your history now. The Jack Hammer. What did you say? <laughs> no, 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 no. Chemical. Oh man. Um, gross, eh? He's like, uh, when is the show over? Can I get I out of here? I came with the wrong fucking show, man. <laughs> Dude, this is- let's, let's talk about some more sex and uh, yeah. smoking crack. Um, but like I said, when I brought up the fact that I could do something to wake up, um, he immediately knew what I was referring to, uh, had made it clear that hmm. I was looking for Coke, and I really was, and had made the suggestion that he knew where we could get it, and we left to go get it. Interesting. Did he say what he did for a living? Nope. 
I had no idea that he was a representative in the Illinois House. I had no idea he was in politics. I just knew that he was supposedly married and at the time was going through some, some issues with the marriage. He said that? That was made clear. Hmm. There, there is reports that um, this, this couple what kind was of issues? prior behavior, going into the Senate, the U.S. Senate, that they were upside down on their house. Mm-hmm. They owed like 450 They They just started to, to keep up with the Jones. They started taking money out, out of their house until they obviously owed more than the, what the house was worth. Remember, the guy didn't finish paying off his university, his schooling money, his uh, bill, until he became president. Remember, he announced it when he finished paying off his school debt. Took him that long. So you said, I'm looking for someone to wake up. He knows you're referring to cocaine. I know where to get it. What happens next? We get back in the limo. The driver takes us wherever it is that Barack had instructed him to take us. I had given Barack $250 to pay for coke. He gets out, comes back. Um, That's a lot of coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray. That's more than Uh, me, to snort. Back then. Uh, and you're, That's you're in the line money. Yep. Driving or parked? No, the driver's driving. Yep. I start to put a line on a, on a CD tray, and I just happen to notice that he pulls something else out of his pocket. And next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I don't have an issue with it. I mean, some people smoke, some people snort. Smoking the cocaine. Yes. So as I'm doing a line, I just start. This is the part where you, you know, you kind of make your move to to see where things are going. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going. And it went the direction I had intended it to go. Um, So the night became somewhat active sexually and drug wise in the limo. Um, so you hit on him. Doesn't he look Did like Wiener? shocked by that? <laughs> who? That guy. That's looks why like who? We can believe it. Yeah, he looks like like that he Anthony does. Wiener dude. He does. Wiener. <laughs> Doesn't he? Mm, no. He was just on the. No. He was just on the Patrick uh, Ben David show too. You know who I'm talking about, though. Anthony yeah. Wiener. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, he was just on the Patrick Ben David show. Looks like him. He's just older. Mm. You haven't seen him lately. His hair is a little bit a little bit yeah. more calm, but I remember what you're He's talking about. He's got a gigantic nose too. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, if you're smoking crack with a stranger in the back of a limo. Yeah, buddy. Like, you got to imagine things are, might go crazy places. Well, not only imagine it, I look at it this way. I, look, I've done a lot of crazy things in my lifetime. I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I pretty much know <laughs> whether or not I can move in a certain direction with an individual. I didn't feel that I was going in the wrong direction. I just wasn't so sure how much I could trust the individual at first. Um, And that was probably one of my bigger concerns. But the fact that I was already becoming somewhat buzzed, eh, you kind of throw caution to the wind. You weren't sure you could trust (laughs) him. That's what you do the same thing, bro. I, I was high. Yeah, you don't. I, you definitely. And there was a piece of ass next to it. I'm like, hey, you don't get a bullshit out of this guy. Is is hardcore as this guy is, and like you, you probably shouldn't trust him. Like he comes across as pretty honest. What they I have say, to say baby, I don't know. What they say, babies and drunks are usually the honest. You know, the most <laughs> yeah. honest you mean. <laughs> well, and he's not like you can tell that he's not really like attacking. It's not. You know, he's just telling a story. 
He seems you like know, a guy that's also set. Like you would think, he would be kind of coming after coming after me. That's that's what I get. Hey, like, can, I, you, can you Google a picture of Barry in 1990? Yes, I can. I'm gonna play this. It comes up then. on that university picture. When you go to a level that you're doing drugs with, or you're giving money to purchase drugs, or even for sexual activity. You have to be sure that you can trust them. And when I say trust, I mean that you're not going to end up being robbed or that you're not going to end up having a knife stuck into you, you know, from one direction or another. Or that you're not going to pull up somewhere and all of a sudden the car door is going to open and you got five people pulling you out of it. That's what I mean when I say trust someone. Probably right there. And you've been around at this point in your life. Big time. Yeah. Right. So... What's that, Probably not the first time in a situation like this. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's why I said I pretty, pretty much know where I can go and, and yeah. at, at go what up, point. Go up one from that um, So you start rubbing his leg and he's... Yeah, it's the one with I all mean, the dates. I, I think yeah. I must be totally blind. It's not the best like, uh, photo. A man that's, who's that's not into gay sex would be like, whoa, 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 settle down. Trust me, if it was something that you were not interested in, yeah. Uh, and you're right. I've had guys that uh, I read wrong that would literally try <laughs> to break your hand. For uh, sure. If if you went in that route. So it, it's not like this was something that he wasn't into. It's yeah. not something that he was shocked by. Yeah. Uh, shocked by you don't get excited and you don't unbutton your pants and you don't just sit there and let it happen. Yeah. So it wasn't it definitely wasn't Barack's first time uh, <laughs> that much. I'm I'm absolutely certain of. Uh, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as last. Hmm. So, um, so you performed a God damn. Whoa. There you go, Tucker Carlson. Um, I did, uh, I did want to bring this into the discussion here also, though. Uh, No Agenda, our favorite podcast uh, besides this one, kind of talked a little bit about Tucker Carlson's past, and it's actually kind of, um, I don't know. I, it makes you kind of wonder a little bit. And uh, he's from California, born and raised, so that alone. Like, his dad was a powerful dude. Orange County, <laughs> Orange County area. Like, journalist, you know, like, super powerful journalist type guy. You remember that Orange County at one time, that's where Nixon came out of? Mm-hmm. That's where he, pretty political area, man. And then after we're done with this, we'll get out of here and get to some fun stuff. It says he wanted to join the CIA. Yes. I thought he I thought he he actually was at the CIA for a little bit. Well, I think they probably according to this. Talking no. Tucker Carlson. Which here. makes me suspicious because according he to what? Right according from, to Wikipedia? Yeah. It's it's in there. It's hmm. like right hmm. at the top. Hmm. He says he wanted to join, but they they refused him. They they didn't let him in, so he went. So he went from the CIA to becoming a journalist, <laughs> which of course is a CIA front with a bow tie. So he goes from Project I can't get into the CIA. Anybody? I'm going to become a journalist, <laughs> which is just like okay. And, and can we just state that his father? was the governor of the broadcast board of governors. He was the, the the head of the broadcast board of governors who by charter are psychological operators, voice of America, voice of Europe, yeah, voice of that's Russia. That's what they do. And they are the ones who in fact requested that 
the, there be a um, a repeal of Smith Munt because they couldn't pro, you know propagandize on the internet without possibly spreading some propaganda to Americans. That's his father. Wow. So I uh, read what you guys, this. What do you guys think of that? Uh, like, who do you trust these days? Dang. I think a lot of these news anchors, people, they get these nice cushy jobs with these nice paychecks. Like, how do they get these jobs? Well, I mean, I think it makes sense that, oh, my pops is uh, so-and-so. Well, you got that, what's it called, the Cuomo guys? You know, one's a yeah, fucking brothers. senator, or what is it, mayor, and the other one's a fucking oh. news anchor. So, I mean, it's all juiced in. When we go to fun, to fun news, I got this uh, clip of a... Uh, of a black lady giving giving a history lesson in on the streets of New York, and she mentions Cuomo and their dad. This is New York. Yeah, <laughs> great history lesson. She just dropped knowledge. So, uh, what they were referring to? Are you familiar with the Smith Mund Act? No. So the Smith Mund Act was uh, started, I think, Vietnam days or something, but it basically made it illegal for. Uh, intelligence agencies or really any government uh u.s government agency to propagandize its own citizens it's totally legal for us to propagandize foreigners across the world that's okay but in 2012 like he was saying uh his dad helped repeal the smith mund act so now they can propagandize us at will as much as they want and uh, we've we've actually covered this. Uh, we looked up the. You can look up Google those you know like search terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look up Pride, it's literally 2012. It starts and it just starts ramping up as far as how many times people are typing you know Pride into Google. You know before 2012, before the Smith Mund Act was. Uh, Repealed. It was not even talked about. It's very bizarre, and and you can do that same chart with a lot of these, uh, you know, climate change. A lot of these, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, search topics. They're 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 uh, they're globalist agendas. Let's put it that way. You know, they they want to uh, take anyway. We know the globalist agenda, but uh, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, like I said, from two thousand twelve. On it really does feel like we've been just pummeled by, you know, relentless fear and just stupid uh, headlines that you know. Well, anyway. well, you know, it's nice that the CIA is actually following the law, though. You know, wait until two thousand twelve. You know what's you know what's up. I know I what's puzzling to me about hearing what Hollywood is talking about and everything we're seeing. When you go down the rabbit hole of, of history. And I just went down the rabbit hole of Woodward, Woodward Wilson. Interesting guy, man. And a lot of the things that we're seeing at this moment was implemented during that time. And I was going any further down into a deeper dive into our philosophies right now in our society, especially with transgenderism and and um, and um, the the whole what. It, sexual revolution we have going on right now and i was hearing about this prior to world war one in germany when all the elitists of schools like the master people with master programs and all that stuff they were the thinkers of germany and before world war one started coming in they were implementing a lot of the same stuff that we're listening we're watching right now 
a lot of the eugenics, a lot of the whole idea of the perfect race, and they had, you know, basically bringing up Nazism, whatever their whole kind of philosophies, and they started becoming such great, what would you call, like, uh, debaters about their subject matter, that it great how deep and how far what we're seeing right now out in our eyes in our front it's not it didn't just happen 20 years ago this is something that's been going on for for quite a while same playbook yeah you know what it's so interesting what you're saying that is exactly what you see the the same like oh they did this over here well we're gonna do it over here but well they didn't do it it's like that whole idea i'm sorry go ahead i'm sorry well that's what i say like a lot of these leftist people, they don't realize all of their tactics, all of their terms, they're all coming from Nazism. From the Russian Bukovic movement and all that stuff. From, from Nazis, right? And, and they call right-wingers Nazis. And I'm like, wait a minute, you want all this stuff? Oh, yeah, you know who came up with that? Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but... What I was getting more in deep is the the philosophy that was in Germany before Hitler's rise. Why? Where did he get those ideas, and why it was easy for him? I went down this whole rabbit hole of why the German society accepted Hitler, and this was this great professor from um, uh, Canada was speaking on that show. I like uh, trigonometry. Great freaking hour talk about it, and this is what I'm spewing is what I learned from that gentleman. What was the reason? Like in a nutshell. And so I'm telling you, it was a philosophy that had been spewed. This whole, what he, he just brought it up to the forefront. Because before him, remember, there was different parties fighting. You had the Socialist Party. It's the postmodernist stuff. Yeah. It, mm. It's um, it, it became yeah. It became the separation where the elitists, meaning the educated ones, were became the... The, the the minds and the mm-hmm. yeah that's the post and the poli- yeah, yeah and the policy impl- implication implicators of yeah. of, of their society that's because the, they wanted to convert the society into what they right envisioned. It's like the Bolshevik stuff it's what we're seeing yeah. right now where you have the universities that are teaching whatever we're seeing the teachers implementing in the classrooms it's the same ideology and it's a it's a chemical saying it's just another playbook but it's just the same people going yeah in Venezuela, they did socialism, but they didn't do it right. And so the same thing here. Yeah, the Nazis did this, but, you know, they're stupid. We can do it better than they did it. And that's the philosophy. Yeah, well, that's that's what uh, I think Jordan Peterson had a whole thesis on that. Oh, that's another thing. He, he was saying uh, exactly that. So, like, oh, you're saying that the Venezuela communism isn't communism? What you're saying in that moment is those guys weren't right. And if I was in charge, yeah, I'd do it I better. would be the, benevol- the benevolent leader yeah. that they needed. Well, that's what, they didn't that, do that, it right. Well, yeah. They say that that was the kickoff yeah. of the Nazi movement. It's been looking at the Bolkovich movement right. and seeing, oh, we could do it better well, than well, them you, because they were socialists. Nazi stands for, right? National Socialists. socialists. No, but, yeah. they, but, they, but they came up to power because at one time, Hitler was the friend of the working man. He was helping them out. He was getting paid. They were yeah. working. So he became the friends of the working men. He became their friend. Oh man, this to me the this is one of the more interesting aspects to German culture in that time frame because you know, like you said, I've done a lot of research too and my my research tended to be more on the lines of uh 
pro-German versus, you know, the Nazis are the worst people in the world type thing. Because the, the angle that a lot of people take is that after World War I, there were so many sanctions put on Germany in regards to industry and uh, businesses that basically the, the like citizens of Germany, Germans, not even just Germans, but you know, national people of Germany couldn't create industry and actually compete with foreigners. And a lot of the, the foreigners that were kicking butt were the Jewish people. They, they were very enterprising. They had a lot, you know, they, they, well, they got had their money. stuff together. They had money, yeah. And they were not restricted by those sanctions. And it really pissed off the German people to the point where they were like, and, the, you know, that was one of the wedges where they were able to kind of start that, uh, the others, you know, these, well, th- they're others, you know, they're, they're not even human well, type, of, it, it, type of mentality, which is what they're doing with Trump well, people. Well, you got to remember, right so what, what they have, they have Germany, right there. They have the German culture, the German, if you want to call it race, they have something there to unite them. That's Germany, the German culture here in the United States. We don't have anything to unite us, right. Other than our policies. Well, well hold so on. that's why it's. The yeah. Democrat, if you're not a Democrat, you're against me. You're during, a fascist. During, I mean, our the flag post, should unite us, but I know what you mean. But during the postmodern time, there was there was identity politics because you're this descendant, you're this descendant, and it became their identity. The same thing as we are finding mm-hmm. out that mm-hmm. right now their sexual is their identity. Mm-hmm. It became their identity. It wasn't just that they were Germans. What kind of German are you? Oh, well, I'm Boklovich, or I'm from this part. Well, look. And it became yeah. that look what's became happening. Whole... Look what's happening here. Yeah, it's the same so thing. You like, can't you can't just be said, a Republican. Said, you have to be MAGA. Adolf, came off Adolf Hitler, <laughs> and he brought the cut that ideology together. So the working man who was getting the shaft, the shaft, like we've always had, he just became their friend, well, gave them extra pieces of bread, and they became loyal but, to him. But you heard what I said. No, why so, they were able to? Why he was able to persuade people so easily? Is because there was, in my opinion, there were, uh, they were discriminating against Germans and letting foreigners, you know, another thing that pissed off the Germans, the, the uh, very religious Germans, by the way, is that a lot of these uh, international, you know, foreigners were opening up these, uh, they're called Nickelodeons, and they were basically little porn uh, little, yeah, the little uh, movies the little yeah. movie things yeah. and they're, they're actually you real see them at Disneyland all the time they're real people though like they they would basically you'd go in there and watch someone kiss you know I don't even know if they were uh, having sex back yeah back, back then, back then the, just, the, the list for naughty was different. just kissing yeah. and like lingerie was enough to be uh Dude, just showing ankle was a big deal and and that I don't I wasn't there I'm only stating what I've heard, but that was another one that really graded the people because it was such a, a degenerate uh, culture. And and when, and what's crazy you guys is I look at our culture right now and I'm like, I f- it feels very similar where like you were saying, my dog, you can't just be a Republican. You got to be MAGA Republican. You can't just be, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, what kind of, you know what I mean? You well, have to be on this hardcore side. On you can't just be a Democrat. You got to be a just like that. You know, flaming liberal. You like know, like that it's, lady it's who bizarre. asked Romanowski, Romanowski, whatever that gentleman who's running for president. Her introduction to him was, "Well, I'm pan gender, and what is your idea?" And you're like, "Really? You're in front of a potential president, 
a, a, a president, running for president, a candidate, and your question is, I'm pansexual. Oh, that was the Vivek. And what you're going to be going, you're going, yeah. really? That just tells you, to you, for her, that's like, see how intelligent I am? I'm going to talk. No, that's not intelligent. What kind of stupid-ass question is that? I don't give a, yeah. why would you she, ask the president about that kind of question? I, I have to say she listened and she didn't yell back at him, which I appreciated. <laughs> but that's my point. But see, this is the problem with what is being created. My standards are too And low. then people have to create, can I play, let me play this. Okay, this is what it creates. This is what it creates when the identity, identity politics, and then people like this get together and we need to stop it. Turn me up, dude. Festival that draws attendees from all around the world who have one thing in common: Burners. fiery red hair. Well, Redhead Days Festival in the oh. Netherlands <laughs> thought it was burners last weekend. It's a massive celebration nice. of a unique hair color, which just one to two percent of the population have. Many redheads at the event said yes. they experienced bullying That's growing awesome. up as a result of their hair color. But this festival turns being a redhead into something worth embracing. <laughs> Time I come here. I feel a bit better. About the king myself. of the gingers. You know that a lot of gingers do get bullied for having red hair. And it's, it's a shame. It's a real shame. And I get it a lot in Scotland, which you would not believe. Weirdly enough, Scottish people like to treat each other a wee bit harder. So it creates groups like that, brother man. You know? Mm. That's why we got to kill all the gingers. I mean, get rid of all the gingers out of here. Mm, good luck with all that. Of them. You all know, of them. You know the. Really 2%. We were talking about the Nephilim. Earlier, and you know that they're redheaded, right? Jesus, they are redheaded uh, giants. So laugh all you want. <laughs> here we go. Going over here. I couldn't believe that they had a festival dedicated to your people, Hollywood. That's good. Thanks for bringing that. Uh, this is our good news segment, so get ready for some good news. Here we go. It's all fun and games until someone infiltrates a socialism conference. Oh, wow. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't, I can't film this in the conference center because the socialism conference is still going on as I'm filming this. This is on uh, Sunday afternoon. There's still a few more sessions I'm going to. We're just on a lunch break, but I just had to take a moment. Like, as as the conference is kind of wrapping up for me, you guys are not going to believe the stuff I have recorded. Like, I have been listening to socialist, real socialist presentations for the past three days. We're talking all day. This isn't and they're all wearing two. masks. This is all day. I have Mandatory. interacted with some of the top socialist organizers in the country. So Angela Davis is a professor emerita of his, of history of consciousness and feminist studies at the University of California, Santa all Cruz. Women. Remember when uh, Cartman uh, used uh, Chat GPT to write uh, a women's studies paper on South Park? It was so awesome. It was like African women's cultural studies paper Dude. or something. <laughs> Dude, how about the guys, the, the two professors from Portland who did the women's study using Com, 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 what is the book of Adolf Hitler? 
Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. Was that the Weinsteins? No, back in dude, the day? there was two pro- three professors from the University of Portland that, that entered a paper using terminology from Minecraft into a burg about how when dogs were being aggressive. That was the Weinsteins. Progr- no, yeah. it wasn't the Weinsteins. Yeah, it was one of the brothers. No. They, they wrote those papers and submitted them, and they got approved. No, it was another dude. Huh. But anyways. About the dogs? Yeah, that the dogs were sexually aggressive. Yeah, towards. I remember that one. Though. Yeah, it's a funny one. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. This is... Uh, that's that lady who thought... Who they, <laughs> that's uh, the it, other it, lady it, to the left. They're the ones who told her that they checked her ancestry. She has no black people, no black uh, heritage in her bloodline. And that they can trace her, her heritage back to the um, the Mayflower. They told her that in live television. Damn. <laughs> this is Carolyn Borshenko's uh, YouTube channel. So you guys can check it out. She's going to... She's already put up some uh, additional stuff. This is just kind of her little teaser. Yeah. I need to get a I've bell like that, though. That's good. A communist, socialist, anti-capitalist, internationalist for almost as long as I can remember. The Socialism Conference is live streaming some of their sessions. I'm getting the stuff they're not live streaming. I don't have everything recorded, but I've got a lot of it recorded. Uh, and you guys are going to be shocked. And I, I can't even, if you thought the Socialist Reproductive Justice her, Conference Hollywood. that I mm-hmm. went to back in April was crazy, this is 19 levels crazier than that. And yes, I did have to wear a mask. We have a mask mandate. <laughs> They're all happy. Glad y'all here. Do they socialists? Of course Thank they like you, it. Thank you, Socialism Conference, for providing me with a disguise. But I did also dye my hair. I got new glasses. I got I got a I got a hat that, by pure coincidence, looks just like Socialism Saturday. <laughs> and I did have to register under a fake name because they preemptively banned me from the conference. I'm going to tell you this all everything. I'm going to tell you guys everything. I can't. That's going to be good. I'm oh, never going to be able to. Huh? Someone else is going to have to step up next time. I am never going to be able to pull this stunt again, guys. So I, I'm going to download everything to you on my Substack, which is Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com. Again, that is Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com. Good for I'm her, man. It out. Yeah, that's like good for doing her. God's work. This that's, is that's the, impressive. This is Alex Stein-level stuff. <laughs> that's that OMG thing about sending out cameras and the citizen journalists and, yeah. This is going to be the news, new, the new news networks. Uh, oh man, yeah. There's, dang it. There's my Hatfield article I was going to read, but uh, I put this one in here just because we're always kind of looking for uh, people that are drifting towards God. I, I like to uh, highlight these kind of people. Russell Brandt's been on a on a walk, an awakening walk for quite a while. Yes. Yeah, he's like started spiritual. You know, he's he's always been that kind of way. But yeah, you're right. You you can see. Listen to this. This is uh, the Reuben report. He obviously uh, feels the same way I do. When it says in the Old Testament, worship no other gods than me. If I tell you, the implication I offer is that we are a species that worships, and if you do not access the divine, you will worship the mundial. You will worship the profane. You will worship your own identity. You will worship your belongings. You will worship the template laid before you by a culture that wants you, no, wants you, but gets you distracted and relatively dumb. 
Yeah. I, I, we've this been, is what I'd be about telling you about these stories that you bring to me. We've been talking a lot about uh, purpose, you know, um, and how you, you know, you think that you can just go through life and say, I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Uh, what's what difference does it make? You know, uh, all these these weird things that we do in our head where we're, we don't really want to commit to a side. And so we think that we can just sit in the middle and, you know, remain neutral. But in my opinion, you can't do that. It's you, if you're sitting in the middle remaining neutral at this point, then you are, uh, you know, a potential you know, enemy, you know, and that's, that's the hardest part because obviously, you know, everybody's got redemption and, you know, we're all sinners and we're all going to screw up. But at a certain point, I think you have to come to that realization that if you think you're just going to stand in the middle and, you know, not, you know, just fence sit your whole life. Well, it's not going to work out. You're going to worship something else. So I, um, I'm going to piggyback on that and, is your little Jordan Peterson talking about what's happening in Canada? Well, on compassionate grounds. So we spoke to a clinician who is involved in the MAID process, who's very much in favour of this assisted dying. Yeah. Before uh, the MAID laws were passed, she works in an abortion clinic. Hmm, surprise, surprise. She said that some of the MAID, um, some of the deaths that she aids, there are priests present who are involved in these ceremonies. Does that surprise you? No. Didn't the arch was it the Archbishop of Canterbury this week who decided that uh, referring to God the Father was part of the process of patriarchal oppression and criticized the Lord's Prayer? What Archbishop the, of York, I think it was. Arch, yes, that's right, the Archbishop of York. And I've been to the UK. There's pride flags in every church. Wow. So, and in Canada, the United Church was the main Protestant denomination. It was taken over by half-wit atheist radicals 30 years ago, and they just ran it into the ground, which was exactly the point. So... No, it's not surprising at all. There's no shortage of so-called progressive Christians, even though you can't, you can't be a progressive Christian any more than you can be a woke capitalist. It's complete bloody nonsense. You know, and that doesn't mean that, I mean, Christianity, that the notion of sovereignty in Christianity is that the highest should serve the truly distressed and the lowest. And I think that that's a revolutionary idea and mm-hmm. one of the cardinal ideas of all time and, of course, that's associated with a certain compassion. But it's a compassion that also requires judiciousness and, and a focus on the individual. And so, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, or does it? I don't know whether I'm never surprised or constantly amazed mm-hmm. at the moment. Because, you know, every day there's something stupider than there was the last day. And that's a very hard contest to win at the moment. Clown world. <laughs> I just wanted to get to that very last part right there. But interesting, huh? Yeah. Interesting. That's definitely goes in the bad news uh, segment, not the good news segment. But, yeah, that's a problem, dude. They're, they're, uh, that could be the whole reason why they're doing the birthing parent crap and trying to remove father and mother is just to neuter the, the Bible. What? And that whole, you know, well, I, order, I, you know, the order of the world. I told you that I was surprised that two weeks ago I found out that these pastors and these Catholic churches running that they've been having in Canada it hasn't just happened just recently. This is something that's been going on since 2005. The, the government, the Canadian government, has openly been attacking 
any any type of church that has any faith in Christ. Interesting. And it's not being spoken out loud until this recently through the Tucker convoy and all that, that all that stuff came up. Where they were actually I mean, remember, last year the Canadian government arrested more pastors than China. Mm. Yeah, Canada's went off the deep end for sure. Uh so what happens when you have Fidel Castro's son leading your country, <laughs> I guess. You think that is true, man? Dude, look at him. Yeah. Look at him, and then there's a, a exact date that you can see when Castro was in Canada visiting uh, the royal family over there, and the, the his dad, Trudeau's dad, was allegedly like a beta you know, uh, what do you call it? Cuck, cucker, you know? And, uh, he liked to watch his wife get panged. Type yeah. Thing. So, uh, uh that, that was the pe- allegation. Cause literally nine months later after Castro just happened to visit Canada, nine months late, nine months later, Mr. Trudeau pops out. Hmm. Mm. I mean, could be just a coincidence. There's and, a lot of coincidences uh, in the world, I guess. <laughs> I've heard Jordan Peterson speak about his father when he was prime minister, and he doesn't speak very well about him. Hmm. Uh, see, I got a local report here. Ever, anybody hear about this one? Texas man describes firing at fake maintenance workers who tried to break through his apartment door. Whoa. I don't know him at all. He's just trying to break into my house. I just did my best intentions to try to protect my family. Well, I was just sitting on the couch playing a game, and I had got, guys. Uh, awesome. I heard someone knocking on the door, and I had to check the peephole, and I saw it was someone I didn't know. <laughs> so I just left it alone, went back to go play the game, and then he rang the doorbell, my ring doorbell. So I just got up, went to the restroom, not restroom, went to my closet, and I answered, and I just told him, "Hey, what's up? Basically, how can I help you?" Can I help you? Oh, yes, uh, they came to check your air filters. Um, I'm not sure. This is 3277. Telling me that he was maintenance and he needed to come check my air filter. Air filter. But I knew it was a lie because last time we had tried to get our maintenance to get our air filter changed, they told me they couldn't do anything about it. So I guess you could say he tried to play the part, but he lied twice whenever he talked to me. He told me someone came to check the air filter earlier and then he had said, Oh no, I'm here to check I'm here to check your air filter. So I just I felt suspicious about it anyways. Plus he had on a I guess he, it looked like a tracksuit. He had on blue set sweatpants with the black shoes and a I think it was a blue sweatshirt. And then he had the bandana on. But he was playing the part. He had the whole notepad and everything. He was trying to even went to the back door or the people in front of us to see act like he's gonna check their air filter too. But basically told him no one's home, he gotta come another day. He just told me, all right, I closed my phone, came back to play the game, and so then... At, point, at this point, what are you thinking is going on? I wasn't thinking anything. I was just like, oh, well, I guess someone just wanted to get something or just, I don't know, just maintenance, I guess. No, 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 yeah, we're checking the air filters. Oh, nobody's home right now. You'll have to wait until another day. Oh, uh, much appreciated. Uh, And then three minutes later, while I'm playing the game, I hear a loud ass bang at the door. And then I'm thinking someone's trying to knock. But no, I hear another bang and then another bang. And then I, I 
I just fast. I couldn't couldn't think properly. I was like, "Whoa, he's trying to get into my house." My brother was in the restroom, so I had to hurry up and get up, go run to him and quietly and try to hurry up and tell him, "Hey, someone's in the house. We need to do something." So <laughs> in that moment, I tried to hurry up and I guess you could say find my firearm, and it was far away. So I had to like hurry up, scurry, and go grab my gun, to come back, and I positioned myself by my couch and my hallway, facing directly at the door. And I was going to wait till he came in, but whenever I checked my ring camera, I saw he was kicking the door and he had a firearm in his hand, so I wasn't going to let nothing happen to either me or my brother. So what I actually did, I did what my best intentions were, and I fired at the door and hoping I hit him. And when I, I guess say, sure enough, he left downstairs and that's basically everything. Had to call the cops and wait for them to show up. Crazy. They're trying to kick the door in right here. Well, that's positive. Yeah, they're they uh they were friendly people. Wow. Looking at the video, they fired back, but I'm not I'm not too sure. I I, I know he fired back, but I don't know when. I just know. I'm wondering why the hell he's trying to get in my house. This is a random ass encounter. He's just coming at the door asking like he's maintenance. And this guy's awesome. I don't know him at random all. Ass. He's just trying to break into my house. So I just did my Like, I've seen this fool before. Uh, I've seen this fool just, before. I've worked with this fool before. I just I envision him, like, taking a big bong rip and grabbing the, uh, the controller and start playing video games. There's he's a guy, like, dude. The? There's a guy I've worked with, like, and uh, usually they don't play. That ain't me. No. They don't play around, dude. They don't play around, dude. They're usually calm guys. That's what the cops. That's why he's not arrested. Yeah, that's why he's not arrested, uh, dude. You see when he shot though, he went. Those bulls went through to the other. They door. did. He cut. Check it out. Well, he actually, he's th- in Texas. What kind of bullets did he have? What did you think when you watched that video back? I was hoping I got him. <laughs> that's mainly everything. I was just hoping I got him. Then again, I wasn't trying to have anything bad fall on me because I realized, looking back at the video, I hit my neighbor's house and I wasn't trying to, but luckily, and thank God, they left 20 minutes before anything Woo-hoo. happened. So they're perfectly fine. I haven't got a chance to speak with them yet because no one's been home and we haven't been home anyways. I wouldn't doubt if, I guess I just, they don't want to talk to me or anything because I wouldn't doubt if they do feel some type of way about it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my intention to try to shoot their house. <laughs> You're like fairly calm, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, what do you make of it? I don't know what to think. I'm, I can't even think properly now. I don't know. Just, I don't know. I can't. I, I haven't know. fully processed everything yet. I'm just waiting, I guess. Uh, police have not. That's found a good any clip right there. Yet. Yeah, not to my knowledge. They have not. not no, knowledge. they told me they have not. Okay. So, um, if in the off chance that how do they not get the the like full video of the guys? What the? Because. The cops aren't going to get the payoffs, homie. Wow. They get their cut too, eh? Shoot. <sighs> and full face. You know the guy has tattoos. They can find yeah, him. How stupid of a goddamn criminal you got to be. <laughs> Realize you're on the goddamn ring ring camera. Right there, your face. And you're like, oh, my God. Look at, these criminals suck nowadays, man. And then believe me, no, like no one's home. Shit down there and run these things. But That's I got to get that lock. You see how good those locks were? Mm-hmm. Are they got better in uh, Texas? Do we got to order them from Texas? I just put a security door on my place. Did you? Hell yeah. Those black doors in front of me? Uh, not like this. It looks like a screen door, but yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. mesh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the deadbolt, like make it even stronger mm-hmm. in case they get past that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I have a chain. I have the but this. And- 
but uh, but this makes me think about what Tim Pool. I told you it's always wrapped up my mind that he has multiple guns stashed all over his house <laughs> in case because like he said I couldn't get to my gun, dude. If that shit really was happening, I want the first thing I want to mm-hmm. do is like underneath my underneath my couch, bam, dude. Before he even steps mm-hmm. into my house, I want to have the first the the upper hand because we all know in any fist fight. The guy with the upper hand is the one who's going to at least the better chance to come up on top. It's tough, too, because I don't like those ring doorbells, but obviously right in this situation, it's very handy. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he was watching his phone yeah. and like literally like, pow, pow, you know, looking at his phone. What do you phone. think no, about it, though? Because I, I, then, I think he was. I think because you can see he was shooting that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he says he was watching them, right? Yeah. Like he was well, he literally said he went watching to his them. Clo- he even went to his closet. Yeah. You remember he said he went back and looked and goes, hey, no one's home. He, he didn't want them to hear them hear him that he was in the house. He's telling them he didn't want to, like yeah. most of us, I don't want to screw with anybody, man. Yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. Taking you know? bong hits and playing video games. Dude, sounds on, like the, him and his Leave brother by themselves in the house. Exactly what you said, what they were doing. <laughs> they were going to go open the door. He, and his, his brother is probably the, the older brother. So he's like, where's my brother? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. Some more good news. That's an American right there, dude. That's a good American Dang story. Right there, yeah. man. This find, is find some good news. Zero Hedge. Uh, this is some more good news. Hundreds of ULEZ cameras destroyed by vigilante group following a wider London rollout. As we were talking a little bit about uh, Great Britain over there and their um, their what? madness. That they're, they're, I think they're ahead of Canada as far as being like... Dude, they're both under the tyrants. same crown. They sure are, aren't they? Uh, but this is pretty awesome. Apparently, they've been putting up... Here, I'll read it. Hundreds of ultra-low emission zone cameras have been vandalized by a vigilante group that opposes the controversial scheme which extended across wider London this week and charges low road... emission zone? Charges road users for traveling in non-compliant vehicles. And so they're watching you. The scheme... Uh, Oh, here we go. The vigilante group known as the Blade Runners has been targeting newly installed cameras across the capital in a bid to disrupt the implementation of the ULEZs as much as possible. Uh, It's pretty sweet, though. People are basically uh, spray painting the the cameras or uh, cutting the cords. I wonder how long that's going to last because we've known the traffic cameras here, even though it grew to you see cameras everywhere. The tracking, fa- the traffic camera tickets were taken to court, made that system obsolete. Where the cities actually started losing money in court, mm-hmm. started losing money. They was they weren't making money anymore on it. Yeah, this I don't know. I mean, this is obviously a uh, climate change. Uh, you know, climate thing. change can control us. Well, they're they're you're driving a car you're not supposed to drive. The uh, the motive is. Claim to be for the climate. Obviously, we know it's control. But yeah, go buy go buy an eighty thousand dollar electric car. It's pretty sweet, though. I like to see it. Keep it up out there, everybody. Do not comply. I don't know if this is good news. Shiley I guess homes. it's good news. Another zero hedge article: drunk drivers causing parental deaths now liable for child support in Texas. Damn, Damn good. I think that's a good thing. Yes. Well, I mean, it's not a good thing that anybody has that problem, but dude, there's a lot of that going on. I remember the story. I've told it a couple times on my street. I was, uh, 
there there was a a bunch of um and you could see where someone had wrecked and then you read about it the next day someone a drunk driver wrecks into a, a pole totals his truck right there someone pulls off to the side to help him and then another drunk driver plows into the person that was trying to help the first drunk driver and this is on the street just right right outside my house you know the the busiest street in um, Oxnard here but uh yeah, it definitely is something that needs to be addressed. So this is good. Good job, Texas. Not messing around. All right. What else we got? I got some, uh, I got a little bad news or weird news. What do you, I guess we should finish up on weird news because then it's uh, not depressing or anything. God save the queen, man. Okay, bad news. Here we come. Here it comes. Um, this maybe we don't want to do bad news tonight. <laughs> so this whole week, you guys, they've been convicting January Sixers to seventeen years, twenty-two years, seven years. Do you think that's ridiculous? I don't know what is going on. Do you Did, see that guy who who got time this for being a proud boy and wasn't even there in January 6th, got 22 years. Do you think he's a Fed just being used to make everyone to shut up? Because he wasn't even in there. He wasn't. He didn't make any no. communication, but he got 22 years. I, you know, very well could be. My, my whole point on all this is this should be literally the biggest outrage to any congressman that's going to work tomorrow. If this isn't on your, your top of your agenda to... These are political prisoners. This is like a this is like a shaming ritual is what's, what it feels like too. Where we know it's over the top and stupid. The Black Lives Matter people that burnt down things for months took over Portland, took over Seattle. You know they literally get you, zero days in prison. But, but did you hear just lately the Portland uh, governor, or whatever, called the National Guard because they're having issues. Because their citizens aren't safe. Hmm. Yeah, it happened just a couple of weeks, couple of weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, let's move on here. This is a re- reoccurring oh, wow. theme on this show that Major I lights again. I feel like I'm one of the few that is pointing out this too. Like our show is, there's not very many people talking about this. I think you could do a whole YouTube channel just on arson, Dude. because like I've I've done this before, where you just type in any country, pick a country. How about this? Let's just do a random one right now on the on Wakanda. the fly, huh? <laughs> Wakanda? <laughs> That's not a real country. Wait a minute, <laughs> you almost had me. Give me a country or city or or state or anything. Just pick something. Uh, uh, Livingston, Montana. Uh, 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 li- Wyoming. Li- Livingston, Montana. Oh, there you go. Oh, I don't want fire. I want arson, bro. Our son. So you just you just basically type in any city you want, uh, any Early country. Fire destroyed Livingston home. Fire Livingston our our white timber. That's where I lived. And the the amount of arson that you see is insane. And uh, I'm obviously more fixated on the wildfire part of it. You know the people burning their own houses down or whatever because they're idiots is like one thing, but. The predominance of arsonists in our culture is 
out of control and they don't want to talk about it. I've heard them, cops will say this, that they don't want to talk about arson because that will spawn more arsonists if you talk about it. Like it's a, well, uh, it's, I don't know what they call that, but it's basically, you know, they would rather just not say anything, which is crazy to me. You haven't been keeping up with the testimonies and uh, city hall meetings mm, and uh, in Maui? Hawaii? Yeah. Maui? Uh-huh. Dude, those Hawaiian people, I have sympathy for them. Dude, I feel they're, they're not fake. No. Those citizens yeah. saw some stuff and things were done to it's them. It's still happening. Like, they're and then still you a, being. You have a chief of, of police, the same guy that was the chief police in, in Las Vegas mm-hmm. during that shooting, won't answer the citizens. Mm-hmm. The citizens are standing in front of him and he won't answer questions, but yet he'll answer the question in front of the damn reporters. I feel like we got to fill in chemical over here. Yeah. The, the, I, I've, I heard about the fires. The police chief in Maui was the pl- same police chief in the Vegas shooting. He moved to Hawaii for that. And then he's also the chief coroner for Maui also. Damn. Uh-huh. And he yeah, asked for a, There's a thousand, over 1,000 missing people still, uh, 700 children still missing. Oh, God damn. And they have the whole area blacked out with a fence that you can't get into, see into. They're not letting anybody in, not letting drones fly over. It's literally like a media blackout as they do whatever they're doing in there, identifying the dead. I'm assuming, I hope, that's what they're doing, but I don't know, man. Anyway, so let's keep going here. This is Slay. Never heard of Slay News, but uh, largest wild... Get off me. Largest wildfire in Louisiana's history was caused by arson, officials conclude. This is September 4th, 2023. Uh, We covered... uh, Last week, I covered three of them. The Greek fires were arson. Canada, over 400 of the 500 fires that were that were going at one point were arson. So, like, I, at a certain point, you just have to, to, to at least in, acknowledge it. Be, you know? Being from this area, I, may I don't know what it means. May, may I drop this? I, yeah. I think it's more of a an instinctual thing. I mean, hmm. it's just caveman things. Like, hmm. just... Mm-hmm. We, we, we've, like, fire means a lot of things to, to mm-hmm. ancient humans, and I think that's what it is. Like, it, it, it calls to something. It's like a fascination almost, yeah. 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 It, 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 it resonates with a lot of people. Wow, could you, I mean, could you this, say may, uh, may I throw this log on the fire maybe? real quick? Let me throw this log on the fire. Okay. Let me throw this log on the fire, guys. It, it is actually. Did you just mean to make that funny? No, I want to throw okay. a log on the fire here. Did you, did you just do that? Listen to me. <laughs> Joke jail, bro. In our area where we live in here, go to we, joke we, jail. in my entire life, we live along a mountainside that gets on oh, fire yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. And there's these rumors all the time that around here that it's coincidence that it happens around when it's coming up to Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that because, mm-hmm. you know, the firefighters need a little kickback oh. for some OT. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the Christmas, OT and yeah. everything. And that. they get because the honestly, backdraft. Because it's a, it's a coincidence in this area. That during these about September, October, November, you start having fires. Before we've Black had, Friday, we've had big fires where we. I remember in in the eighty nine, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one, working and at a basically like a base for firefighters to come in and everything, and it's just a coincidence that during these months, especially Christmas, you know, Christmas gifts and all that stuff, you know, I'm just a lot of rumors about that too. We've had many fire chiefs set fires 
You're, where you're from, there's the fire chiefs are famous for that thing. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Dude. <laughs> pay the bills. I need OT, baby. They're going to do pay cut? What? I don't know. It's Plus, like, it's hot as a fire in here right now. Man. What are you doing, dog? And then Thank they say the out. and then they say the coincidence too that the fire the fire program whatever yeah poor guy here, plus he comes from somewhere that's hot. Look, oh yeah, but you know I, I live at the beach now, baby. <laughs> Dude, shut up, man! I ride by there oh, all the time, shit, and I'm like, mother fudger, mother fudger. Hey, the beach? That's where it's at, bro. I know. I I envious of you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. it's a good envy, brother. Not a good, every time I'm I'm always happy for you. I ride by and going. Mother fudger. Yeah, he did it. Mother fudger. From what he used to see to this? Yeah. Mother I don't even fudger. know exactly where you live. I got to oh, come check it dude, out one of these he days. He was from we should, uh, the ca- slaughterhouse capital of California to now do you, he's standing in front of the ocean. Do you got a, a cigar smoking area out there? No, you no, don't? I, I just smoke on my balcony. <laughs> Is there room for three out there? Or? Uh, two, probably. Mm. Yeah, we have to do a live podcast from well, there one day. I'm just. We should just go over there and smoke a cigar and... Check your place out or something. It's pretty nice. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said I was going to slum it. <laughs> no, man. He, it, it, it's it's you, like if you, guys if you, can if come you, one if you believe in the good Lord and, and you see pieces fall together when things happen for you, when this guy got it, all the pieces just fell for him. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was meant for him to have that spot. You, you, you want you know, that's, that's what it is. You know, that's just planning and. Yeah. Praying, that's all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Was. No, no, seriously, because he was like, he even was surprised. I got it. I got, I got it. it. I got Hell it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was. A, Hell yeah, was, dude. And then by the beach? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this. So, so my wife, right? And one of the most beautiful beaches, honestly. Oh, yeah. God, hell yeah. Honestly. Way better than Silver Strand. Yeah. Honestly. The, Always clean. They're, they're, yeah, there's people out there who just go out there all day, pick it up. Yeah. But, okay, so for that place. My, uh, when we went to check it out on my wife's birthday, so I was like, "Don't fall in love with it," because I don't know if I'm gonna get it. And she's like, "It's too late." I'm like, "God!" <laughs> God damn it. As soon as we drove in the driveway, I was, <laughs> I was, in love. I was like, "Don't fall in love with it." She's like, "It's too late." And I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> but whatever. All right, let's go do some good news. All right, man. This is good news. That man. was good news. This that's, is that's the way it is. Uh, not good news. Uh, but I, thought, I thought they. It's interesting though. Check it out. This is not what you think. This is the first time in the memory of all of the sheriffs in this state. So the sheriffs, there's only 58 of us in the state, and we come together for meetings every three months. The current governor, we're talking five years now, he's never met with us once. Every governor before him met with us every two months. This governor refuses. He has never met with us, ever. He has no desire to. They're making all of these public safety laws and changing laws that are on the books that concern public safety, closing down prisons, letting people out early. He has never consulted with the public safety experts, the ones that deal with it every Sounds single like the day. Owner never. Of the submarine, I mean, it huh? makes absolutely no sense. You've tried to reach out to him. Absolutely. Oh, no I love this guy's channel. He Not love it, but he's busy. That's the answer. It's every governor channel, huh? in, in yeah. our history hasn't been that busy, but apparently he's too busy. Probably one of the very few channels that focuses on California issues. Really, California issues, man. I subscribed uh, to him. Yeah. Although. Yeah. I was going to give him props, but no. It's C-A something. C-A something. His uh, channel? Uh, I wonder if he gives a shout out on this. Because uh, this is actually from um, Copper Jacket TV on YouTube. I think it's called California Spot or something like that. His original channel. I do follow him. That's kind of that's kind of messed up. He doesn't no? uh, give a shout out. Does it to, surprise you? There's only 58 sheriffs, really? Yeah. 
But uh, just so people, deputies? people, Dude, have, you, have you need to, you need to. I've been t- people in the world were talking about Californian Governor Newsom. I just noticed that he never really says his name. But yeah, Governor Newsom has still never met with his sheriffs in any county. Nope. For that, uh, that's wild. But then me. that, but is that why most counties in California the sheriffs are giving um, carrying concealed um, per, um, permits because they're giving them, mm-hmm. and it's heard there's not a sheriff in the mm-hmm. state that is refusing if you're obviously you qualify for it. But yeah, yeah. That's so messed up. I'm just thinking about all these things that have happened in California because at one point the concealed carry permit list was uh, exposed on the, uh, I don't know if it's a Department of Justice website where they have, you know, they're not supposed to show the names of people that are concealed carry. Are you actually going to go visit those houses that you know have are allowed to carry a gun? Because they're allowed. No, but it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you know the, that was always the deal with a list. You know, getting being registered on a list is because it's going to get exposed somehow on accident, they said, with quotation marks. Uh, but when I think about the, the sheriffs in Newsom, I'm going, Newsom probably had that, uh, you know, accidentally exposed you know, just to spite the sheriffs and them approving all the concealed carry permits, because obviously Newsom doesn't want that. No, you know he doesn't want them doing that. Well, when like I said, when you talk to a police anyway. officer, they don't want you to even have a gun. They don't. Nobody doesn't want you to have a gun. Speaking of, this is a rough story, guys. Here's another. Here's another one. This is just. This is what we're dealing with here in America. It's a constant uh, shaming ritual, or this demoralization campaign is what it feels like. Last week, a friend of ours was raided by feds over January 6th. His name is Nathan Hughes. Last week, you guys, they're still picking people up for January 6th. He's from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nate was raided by the FBI and arrested at gunpoint. His girlfriend, who just had miscarried, was held at gunpoint and put in handcuffs. The FBI turned off his security cameras unplugged his internet, and flipped his house upside down in a search. The feds called the manufacturer of his Liberty gun safe and got the passcode to get into it, all for protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago. Did you hear that? See, they, that's why to me this is just some propaganda, that? man. They contacted the safe company. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you don't get one of those. All you do is get the combination ones and stop buying those stupid digital ones, dorks. Because you mm. can change the combination on those. Mm. Yeah, I just, whoa. Because like a warrant is not a conviction. A warrant is uh, like, it's basically like a, a evidence collection process. It's not even, you're not even in. Well, a warrant for your arrest? Yeah. Well, you're still getting arrested. Yeah, you. But there's no crime. But, but yet that gives you has a, been that proven. Once, yeah, but that yeah. gives the officer full right to search your property, dude. Yeah, it's it a warrant. <laughs> they they have to give probable cause, and they have to get a judge has to sign up sign up on it, which mm-hmm. they did. That's how they get into all these places. They find a crooked judge that gets paid off. Yeah, so they uh, f- they arrest this guy in front of his business uh, in full tactical gear. You know, there's six of them, I think. 
Uh, Dude, he's got a brand new Ford Bronco. He deserves to get lifted with wheels. You know they're going to go after him, dude. Mm-hmm. Look at that. He looks like the average, the no good, those no good white boys, you know? Look at that. I'm just, you know, it's, it's you know, beating a dead horse here, but that kind of, I don't know, I guess the persecuted are blessed and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, if you're sitting in prison... Over January 6th, over walking into the Capitol after the doors were opened for you by the police. Man. You know, like, what? I mean, (laughs) come on, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, It's just really frustrating. And like I said, in contrast to, you know, all the destruction and violence that was taking place prior to January 6th, that's all fine. Anyway, it's just stupid. Yeah. Uh, I'm out of uh, transitions here. Let me see if I got this one. Same one we used earlier. When no, 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 the... no, no. You, you still want to do more of these morons? We have news to deconstruct. No, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. Dude, there's I'm... no way to be insulting our guests like that. Okay. Uh, here's our weird news lineup. I got a bunch of them, so let's roll fast here. Uh, this is the Daily Mail. We talked about this in our uh, text um, this is thread here to today. Bill Gates bets on Bud Light's comeback as tech mogul buys 1.7 million shares of disgraced brand's parent company after Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. I'm telling you, this is a freaking game for this well, kid. He, he's he's going to make his money back because they, they own other stuff other than Bud Light. So, <laughs> Well, the, the thing that's weird with this story, I don't really want to read the whole thing, but I did already, and there's a, a point in here. Where does it talk about it? And it was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that actually bought <laughs> the Bud Light stuff. It wasn't even uh, him. Anyway, but uh, so the weird part is, check this part out right uh, here. Uh, don't move around. If I'm you gonna... look at Bill Gates, he's got the gut that looks like he does drink Bud Light, doesn't it? In the boobs. That's, that's the only one he could actually drink. Probably that's it, dude. Ah, just buy what I drink. I like boot light. Boot light. <laughs> he needs one of those flattening bras. But what happened the... to all the boot light drinkers, dude? Now, what are they drinking now? So w- what's the, what I think is kind of bizarre is that <laughs> Ultra. he, uh, right when the, right when the Mulvaney thing hit and there were boycotts starting, he bought a bunch of uh, stocks of Modelo almost like he kind of knew that there was going to be some sort of backlash that was going to lower the stock price, you know, try to get the stock price as low as you can get it. And then he comes in here now, six months after the fiasco and then buys it at a discount. And this is kind of a repeating pattern we've been talking about with uh, a lot of this, you know, BlackRock, uh, we've talked about my theory on Disney where Disney's plummeting because they're being woke and stupid and their, their stocks are plummeting. And the, the last thing we heard was that BlackRock thought was, th- was entertaining buying them out. And then you go, well, who's pushing this stupid woke ESG crap? BlackRock is. So they're the ones pushing companies to do it. It devalues the company. They know it will. Then BlackRock comes in, buys the company, all of a sudden reverses the ESG uh, pushes and the compliance factors and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, we're not going to do ESG anymore. Remember he said that. My, 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 
And then boom, they, they make profit. Bam, bam. My whole pretty thing simple. Is that, I said it the last. Did you? Yeah, I think. I probably just copied you and said it was mine. But my whole entry is like, <laughs> if, if they do break up Disney, like, who's going to get what? Because we hear oh, Apple Apple's re- is chomping at the bits to get their, a lot of yeah, their entertainment It's a big stuff. company, yeah. Because they, they've been wanting to get, Amazon wants to get into it. And yeah. to get Disney, Disney, for what they own, dude? Well, that's what I was thinking. Because oh. like, there's like not a lot of people who can afford Disney other than maybe Vanguard or BlackRock. Well, they Apple said that Apple is a big company that has to... Yeah, been, Apple can't afford the whole Disney. Mm-hmm. They can afford, like, oh, let me buy Pixar off of you. Mm-hmm. Let me buy this off of you. Not, like, mm-hmm. the entity of Disney uh, company. But yeah. do you think their catalog is as valuable as it used to be? Uh, I don't think it's as valuable as they claim it to be. It, it is because, like, original Star Wars will always make you money. Original Indiana Jones will always make you money. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the original I, stuff will I, always make you money. Here you they, go. They, 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 they here you go, Mud Dog. $148 billion Disney's worth. Well, that's 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 now. everything. Now. That's everything. That's now, though, right? Yeah. Because, like, how much did they lose in the last? Oh, man. Yeah. 60%, I think. But that's yeah. what they're how, worth. How much, how much is uh, Apple worth? Mm-hmm. Because like what was one sixty four billion or whatever? What did you say? It was? I need to consult the book of knowledge. See, you can't you can't finance that much. You don't think that Apple could scrunch up the capital to get it? Not that much. Look, look that's their that's what they're worth right there. No, wait a minute. This is backwards. This is trillions. This is oh, bi- this is with a B. So they uh, Apple's two point nine trillion in their capital, and so but actually you have to liquidate all that. Though, Disney's right? Actually, Disney, they could afford smaller. Disney with nothing. Yeah, like, here you go. Wow. Crazy. You know, one of the things someone I remember someone brought it up that uh, Apple, Yahoo, and Google own. I think it's eighty eight percent of current email patents. address. Email address too. Patents. They own everything. Those three companies. Can you go to Yahoo. I haven't seen Yahoo in a while. Yeah, I that still, was. I still that, use it. It's kind of surprising yeah, that they have a pull, patent. Pull that one up. Yeah. Uh, that, might, that might be the only reason why they're still in business. Their email address mm-hmm. is the only thing, and I think AT and someone bought them. Yeah, look at four point eight billion. Yeah, wow. Verizon bought them. See, wow. Yeah, Verizon and bought they them. Kept, and the only thing they kept was their email um, because of the all that data. They, they kept the and email. Yahoo.com? Yeah, <laughs> that's my email address. So did they get the patents? They got whatever. I they bet you Yahoo. they didn't. Because Yahoo was a big because that would cost a lot of money. All those patents they got all they of had, that. Really? When you buy that, when you inquire the company, you get all their patents. I don't know if you, you get all their stuff. I don't know if patents. Uh, yeah, you own their property because and all their intellectual rights. But the the way that Apple and all these companies have done their patent patent uh, stuff is it's, they have their own company. You know, Apple's doing their thing, and then they have the, the patent division that's like a separate entity. It's not together with Apple, you know, if that makes sense, where the, the patent side is just their acquisition, like, of technology or whatever. It's not, uh, it's separate from the actual Apple phones and all the, the uh, hardware and all that kind of stuff. So I, that's why I'm wondering, because, you know, those patents w- w- would be worth, I would think, way more than $4.8 billion. I don't know, man. You, you heard about companies that bought Kodak and they bought their patent catalog. They only, they said they had some certain things in there, but nothing really, nothing's really come out of it. Uh, maybe they maybe they pieced it out. Mm. 
Well, from what I when when they bought Kodak, that's what most of the whoever bought Kodak, they said they were going through their patent catalog to see what they were going to auction off to make money. Mm, this is 2016, though. I think that Verizon was uh, pretty recent. The anyway, question would be how many how many email addresses are registered between like Google Mail, Yahoo? Mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. many do they own of that? And how many addresses they own? That's the data that they want. Tons. Yeah. Here we go. Here's some uh, weird, funny news for you. Today with some weather surprises and firsts, but we begin tonight in Oakland with a new twist and a new tune to the city's homeless problem as one of big business is trying a new tactic to keep people from sticking around the property. Just take a listen. <laughs> Your ears do not deceive you. A Home Depot is actually blasting classical music in the parking lot nonstop, 24 hours a day. We are talking about the Home Depot on Dude. Alameda Avenue. <laughs> the liquor stores on Crenshaw have been doing that for years, eh? Do they? I've only been going down to the liquor store on Crenshaw for years, dude. They've been playing all that Mozart to the point where I stopped playing Biggie, start playing Mozart when I cruise down the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was a pretty good idea. Dude. I was like, wow. Beethoven, all you, that. You, you start playing some Selena down there, they'll never go away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they don't, They tried that first, and they brought everybody in. Like, hey, wait, wait a minute. Damn it. Or you just blew, blew, your, blew your shit out, buddy. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, not you. Uh, this one, I don't know how cool it is, but I thought it was cool for some reason. If it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a duck. It's a strip club. That's what some people in San Jose say has taken over their quiet neighborhood. And only the ABC 7 News I team has the story tonight. Good evening. I'm Karina Nova. And I'm Larry Peel. Thanks for joining Dude, us. Dude, these are the type of undercover investigation. Good Time Culture podcast needs to start taking on. Yeah, let's just go to the strip club and say what. Hold on. Play this again. This is what, what we got to get. Or, yeah, everybody get your pens and papers out. How to do this. Take some notes. Yeah. And I'm Larry Beal. Thanks for joining us. Neighbors say loud parties every weekend. It's been going on for months despite endless calls to 311-911, code enforcement, and more. And we should warn some viewers that some of the images and the content that you're going to see could be graphic. ABC 7 News I-Team reporter Melanie Woodrow is here with the story you'll see Dang only you, it, on Disney, 7. show Melanie. it. Larry and Karina, residents tell me if they didn't see this party house with their own eyes, they wouldn't believe it. Mm. The I-Team got a look at what's happening Thursday through Saturday night from after midnight until the early morning hours, both outside and inside these parties. I also spoke with the person hosting them about what's going on. Yeah, he's open about it. Exotic dancers, alcohol, and stacks of ones. Before Fresh Promotions' private party was up and running on Camille Circle in San Jose, neighbors say they heard construction during the middle of the night for months. What they were building, (laughs) I had no idea. So we called the general manager, and he thought maybe it was them lifting weights. (laughs) Andy Benzinger is laughing because he believes he now knows what was being built. Residents provided the ABC 7 News I-Team with pictures of empty exercise look and the, dance pole boxes. Look at the Karens taking pictures of uh, the trash cans. Stopped. The music started. It's not Mozart. It's strip club music. <laughs> hey, we were just listening to Mozart. From inside the parties by clicking on a map within the Snapchat app. All of these videos public 
Most of them okay. are too explicit to show Take notes. You got to get Snapchat first. All right. Every weekend. You're talking over the video. I got the pin out. No, it's Snapchat. He's now representing approximately 12 units. This is an unlicensed commercial activity right in the middle of a group of townhomes. Yeah, it's flabbergasted. And they didn't invite me. It's unbelievable. That's what he's upset it's about. Yeah, he's pissed. Or, or it was his daughter that was working. They're like, dang, they got my girl. <laughs> if anybody's going to get my girl, it's me. It's mild for me. I don't want to live like this. It's why this resident agreed to talk with me, but asked me not to show her face. There's a lot of good clips from this lady right here. For months, she says she called 311, 911, and even police directly. When you're calling, what are you telling the 911 call operator? I'm telling them that there is a strip club uh, at this particular unit. And what is the response of the 911 call operator when you say there's a strip club going on? Oh, my goodness. Basically, they take the call, and And they tell me that... They will deal with and it. no one's coming. She says despite her efforts, every weekend the parties continue. Did police come out for each of those calls? Nope. I have no idea. The IT mass San Jose police to look up several case numbers provided to us by the resident. A spokesperson said they were either noise or music complaints. I asked further about three calls to 911 in one weekend. One on August 18th. <laughs> okay, so that's happening in uh, San Jose. That's fun. I'd just go to a fucking payphone and say, hey, someone was hurt. Fucking do a wellness check. I think it's funny. This didn't start during COVID. You'd think this would be like a COVID thing, lockdown. I guarantee you, like the cop came over and he got a stack of hundreds. He goes, "Here you go. We're cool. We're cool." I was hit. (laughs) All right, this is a weird one. Here we go. All right, I think it's a good idea to take mosquitoes who are already asshole at FBI levels. (laughs) <laughs> Genetically modify them, which is code for weaponize them, obviously, and then dump millions of them on unsuspecting people by helicopter. No, that would never. Oh, you better. You're going your conspiracy theorist. This video is going to be banned from YouTube's because they don't tolerate conspiracy theories, boys. Climate change is super duper for cereal. That was the police election of all time. And go get your 24th business shot. <laughs> You'll be fine. By the way, if you won't take that booster shot, they'll find a way to get it into your system and they'll use the world's worst asshole insect known to man. No, I'm not talking about Miley Cyrus boys. I'm talking about mosquitoes. Here, you've got a helicopter. You're supposed to do this shit at night. <laughs> you dumbass. Oh, man. I don't know how to tell military time. I'll just do it right now. And no, don't drop this shit in the middle of the day. We can see what's going on over here. And people... The bummer is, is the listeners aren't going to be able to see the video uh, and, that we will, but it's pretty crazy when he shows it here. And what's interesting on my wife's uh, like Instagram feed and everything, it's all these uh, mosquito uh, to keep them away from you, like lotions mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're like starting to hack, sell all this stuff. Oh, this is the best one from Bulgaria. Oh, they use it in Bulgaria all the time. This will keep away. I've never been bitten by one in 10 years since I've used this cream. You know they do this shit, right? You know they do this. No, that's a conspiracy. Well, here they some money Drop, on here's a fucking helicopter up here. <laughs> what the fucking kind of music is that? Let's turn that off real fast because I don't want... They'll flag it for everything. And uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm just going to hover around in a circle right here, right above this Circle K, as I do circles with killer mosquitoes. It's all serendipitous. And uh, just, just dump them right on top of your head. Just dump them right on top of your head. 
The there dude running the helicopter probably just... There's a helicopter going in circles, and there's like a trail of black... I don't know. That, but they're doing this I, over like Florida and Texas. Could, Us liberal states are all safe. I don't think that could in. be mosquitoes because like it, it seems like there'd be a box or something, you know, that it would be coming out of. And it like doesn't even have any idea what the hell he's doing. It's like he's, he's just told to do this. Those are mosquitoes. No, maybe out of the mosquitoes. They would never airdrop mosquitoes on people. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> we did uh, cover a story. Uh, a couple did weeks ago. Did they capture some of them? And how? Ah, that's, that's salty, dude. I don't know. Salty cracker there. But uh, the, were they basically re- releasing genetically modified mosquitoes to combat malaria in Florida and Texas? Because there's some mosquito there that's really bad. So they genetically modify a new mosquito to come in and actually take out the malaria mosquito. And then... Well, look at that. We have malaria cases in Florida and Texas all of a sudden. It's been almost 40 years since we had malaria. Huh. Just a coincidence, probably. October 4th is trending online, and it ain't for a good reason whatsoever. This is not going to be just a normal Wednesday, October 4th. Everything's fine. What's going to happen is FEMA, partnering with the FCC, is about to launch the most massive alert test in u.s history and even if you usually have your phone on silent even if you usually uh put your notifications you know quiet you don't want any kind of tone even if you unsubscribe from the amber alerts even if you unsubscribe from the silver alerts the weather alerts this one you ain't going to be able to turn off and nobody wants to know about this kind of stuff but we're still going to know about it kind of like kim kardashian's butt injections we don't want to know but we still know about it just going to let you in on a little secret here. This is exactly why I use one of these right here. It's called a Refuge Ghost Sleeve. And uh, <laughs> most of y'all, you know about these Faraday sleeves and big tech. They've got microphones on you. They've got cameras on you. they got your location at all, the, all times. You can turn your phone off. It don't matter. We have now discovered that you can get your microphone listened to by anybody anywhere in the world. But if you carry one of these things right here, not only does it block out the 5G... I don't know about all that. I wanted to just make sure that we got the October 4th thing on the record here. When just Dude, a simple what, what, I don't want to hear information from your people, buddy. My people? Yeah, look at They bring about wallets and... Is he going to sell tinfoil hats now to keep block, keep away the radio waves off us? Here, I'll... I'll Play a, a Jewish person since they're not my people. Dude, they made that cool. mic you're talking this into is, right now. Huh? They made that mic you're talking into right now. This Spiritual. A, this is a God this war, is cool. and this is very important because Anomaly mic. told me about Anomaly told me about this book, uh, New Lies for Old, about written by. Uh, Can you hold it up, Anatoly? Or Jack? You hold it up, yeah. Anatoly Galitsyn. Yeah, and he said yeah. that when when the communists like come this. in and take over, what they tell people is. Um, pretty much trust the plan. Right. Trust the plan. And they say that there's generals that are going to make everything right. You don't need to worry or do nothing. And that really woke me up. Me too. Because I was like, oh, my God, I've been trust the plan for too long. Trust the plan. Everything's going to be taken care of. The white hats are coming. Phew. Panic in D.C., yeah, white to black. Right. Yeah. Trust the plan. So now shit. I'm like, oh my God, I just got woke. And, you, and, you, and, and what you realize, whatever. and what you realize, there's, there's, there's nobody coming. What General that, what Flynn that is, says that. What that is, there's nobody coming. That's right. 
Well, we're coming. Just us. And, and what, hell's coming with us. That's and and, and that's, called, that's called a Pied Piper operation. Yeah. So that's a Pied Piper operation. So they, 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 they suck you in, and they string you along, and they say, don't they worry. Got, they definitely went after Christians. Of course. With that. That's why they use the Christians. Great article came out recently. It said, mm-hmm. QAnon bears striking resemblance to Bolshevik PSYOP from the 1920s Dude. known as Operation Trust. Operation Trust was a Bolshevik counter- We were talking, we were just talking about the up. Bolsheviks. Yes. You're always ahead a little bit. Good time culture podcast. Just a one step ahead of these punks. Shout out to Anomaly on Dude. YouTube. Should Dude. go subscribe to him. Planet of the Eight people. Is that what Roseanne Barr? <laughs> no. Yeah. She's been having some interesting guests on that show of hers, dude. Uh, interesting guests. She got literally canceled she from her own show. So bad. How's that work? It's, that's her show. But she's always come back <laughs> even more powerful or more popular than before. Mm-hmm. Well. Can I? Can I play it? Oh, boy. Yeah. I was about ready to do this. I know, but I want to play this. Is that time already? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me play this. Don't play that yet. Remember when they used to teach history in school? No. And and we've been watching for the past couple years how they've been with a big old eraser canceling the name of the Washington Redskins. You know, and um, Jim Thor and all our great history of our country and why is it that they want us to not know about this? So, this is why Americans are voting Democrat at a rate of 90%. Yes. And despite that, 38% of black children are living in poverty. Yes. 73% of black mothers are single mothers. <laughs> yes. 40% yes. of government assistant cases are black Americans. Yes. Do you think that the Democratic Party is serving black Americans well? No, I don't. No, I don't. You and you she have to remember that... It was the Republican Party that started. In the beginning, black people was for the Republicans. And 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 what year? I don't remember when it got turned around. But, right, yes. Under Johnson. Under Johnson. Right. The New Deal. Yes, the New Deal. Yeah. Thank you. I know my history. Thank you. I don't What is your name? Alberta Frederick. Black people voted Republican. In fact, I want to ask you. In fact, they was the ones who, when Lincoln was in office, black people was all in that office until Woodrow Wilson, the Democrat, took him out. The racist that he was, okay, he took him out, left one, and he had to share the party that he was in, share whatever office that he is in with a Democrat white person, okay? That was Woodrow Wilson who did that. And then the ones that was Democrats and they were black... They were the slave owners because almost 4,000 blacks were slave owners. And they treated the blacks worse. They treated their slaves worse than the white man. And at the same time, not only was the white man 10% of the white population that was slave owners, the one that was pushing up uh, right behind them with the most slaves was the Cherokee Indians. Okay? That's my family. And then the third third ones was the black Americans that was here. Just the... That, that was the free men, the free slaves, and the free men, the, ex, the former slaves and the uh, free men. They were the one who ran the Republican Party. 
okay, huh. until Woodrow Wilson. And at the same time, like I said, the vast majority of your black uh, slave owners was the Democrats. Up, That's right. Yeah, what the Democrats? A lot of people don't realize that the the, the KKK was an arm of the Democratic. They was an arm, and yeah. then at the same time, they became even more popular under LBJ. Right. And then at the same time, because he was a, a Ku Klux Klan, and and oh, uh, I remember because I was thirteen years old when I went to that civil rights march. Okay, when Martin Luther King, who was a Republican. Dude, I want to hang out with this chick. He was a Republican. All right. The thing is is that um, most of you entertainers, black entertainers and stuff like that, they all voted Republican. And the reason why a lot of the Democrats get into office, because when blacks was able to vote, okay, when they were able to vote, and they knew the the Democrats knew that the Repu- the the black people held Republican tickets. They took their tickets out of their hands and put two Democrats in the box. Okay, that's how they got back into the so that's office. That's how they did the, the, the Democrats. Another, they okay, that's the how they election. moved away. They would take one of their elect, the one of the, the, the just like the, Al Gore, the votes for the blacks. When LBJ was signing the Civil Rights Bill, his father, the Grand Wizard, okay, was out there having a fit doing they um. Talking about Al Gore's dad. Talking about Al Gore's dad. Yes, yes. Could I ask you a couple questions? Because it's so. Yeah, she we got further, further, and really deep in this history. Get her on the show, man. Dude, and, and she was just walking through the streets, just dropping some knowledge there, and it was wow. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And it, wow. It goes longer, but. Hmm. All right. Are we saying goodbye? So long. All right. Stink town. All right. <laughs> We, it's not very often that we have a guest, but I don't know what brought you here to to visit us. We appreciate it. Is there a thought that you want to drop leave before you know something that you think we should be thinking about and we're not thinking about? Uh, you mean you mean just us or or whatever it is that everybody. brought you here, like something on your mind? Oh no, I was in the neighborhood. Okay, <laughs> like I said, I wanted to slum it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some an observation that you think that we haven't. Uh, you don't think our we need to uh, to address, but we're not addressing. Uh, I would just say, yeah, actually, it's more. I, I think we all should be focusing on the individual to to solve our problems rather than having a system mm-hmm. solve our problems. If you start doing some responsibility for yourself, you know, shit will happen. All right. Uh, that's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. One there you go, man. Take care of themselves. The other one wants the system to take care pull, of them. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, as the old saying. That's right. Well, we hear that song. And anybody who has been listening to the show for just a little bit, we ask you to give us three episodes and you'll be hooked. Just like Chemical here is. And um, you'll be back. Just give us three episodes. But uh, you'll find out that there's a secret to the show. And there's a secret why you come back. And this is the secret. Hollywood and I ask sincerely that you please pray for us and our families, and we would greatly appreciate that. And we will pray for you. That's the secret. That's how we're going to get out of all this. Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. That is the secret to life. So if we continue doing that, we're going to get rid of all these wicked people away from us. All right? So don't worry about it. The man has the plan. All right? So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. Find us on Locals. Send us a message. Find us on Spotify. Send us a message. Hollywood, just inform me you can find us on Apple. You can find us on your 
uh, Android device anywhere. Yeah, we're back everywhere. Anywhere you want us, you can find us, guys. Send us a message. Tell everybody about the Good Time Culture Podcast. We're just a couple of knuckleheads here, but we mean good, guys. We mean good. All right? So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog, and God willing, I'll see you next week. All right, this concludes our uh, action-packed episode on a Wednesday night here. And uh, we want to send love out to everybody. Have a good week, and uh, make sure you're uh, you're talking to people about things that are important to you. So um, maybe they're not the same things that uh, are important to us, but you got to at least talk to people about it. If you uh, if you remain locked down, you cannot. Uh, I would say you, talk to people who believe differently than you. That's get, good too. Get a good conversation going, and and don't result to name calling. And we'll see who who has the better ideas. I don't like being uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like name calling. I just uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I prefer a good old fashioned slap fight. All right, booger face. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you, you got to call people out. I mean, no, it I doesn't. Mean, like, like, uh, like, yeah, let's say if, if you're talking to a liberal, just like, hey. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything bad, and if they call you a fascist. Like, oh, that's all you got. Mm-hmm. You lost your game. You lost it. Mm. Don't you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if a Democrat or a liberal is listening, actually try to do the conversation. Try to have the debate, mm-hmm. and don't result. You're just a Nazi. Don't you know? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Try to make an argument. I like it. Uh, that that'll be it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week, exposing evil and praising God. We warned you.